What's really good? What's really good? What's really good? You already know what time it is, man. Friday night live on the Sanchez show with the opinionated ones. Will Gordon's going to be joining very soon. We got a special guest too, man. We, we got some people stopping in, man. We, you know how we do. We got week four predictions. We've got uh, 401k pick of the week, upset pick of the week. And then we got to cover the three biggest games of the week, man. Chiefs at Bucks, uh, Jags at Eagles, Baltimore hosting Buffalo. So it's a lot going on, man. We're going to get into everything. Uh, hope everyone's enjoying their Friday night. I'm just waiting for Will Gordon to join. My main man, Trip Young. Trip, what's really good, bro? Let's bring you in here, man. Get my man in here. Hold on. It should... And if you see it on your end, send in the request to be on camera. And you guys already know how we get down, man. Real fans, real talk. The Sanchez Show. Man, we were just giving you guys so much sports information. We, we got to do it on the live now. And we waiting for Will to join. And if you see it on your end, I'm trying to send you the invite to get on camera. So let me know if... Uh, Will is in the Hold on. My man Theo, what's good, bro? We got picks coming up, man. Stay tuned. I know you've been you've been tuning in. Trust me, we got some winners this weekend, man. We got some winners this weekend. And for people that don't believe me, I didn't get to get a chance. Will, what's really good, bro? What they do, baby? Ain't nothing much. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You sound low, so let me let me correct it on my end. All right, all right. Talking. What they do, baby? You got me, you got me. Check, there we go. Check. There we go. There we go. <clears throat> What's happening there? Ain't nothing much, baby. It's Friday night. I'm excited. My man Theo in here, he could confirm this. I didn't get a chance to put the episode up yesterday because I was running home late from work. But I had Cincinnati yesterday, and I told him as much. I said, I like Cincinnati. They covered. That would have been part of the record. <clears throat> but we're not going to count it. We're not even going to count it because I didn't get to put it out there for the masses in time. Okay, okay. I had them too, though. I had them too. Hey, great minds think alike. You already know. What's good with you, though? Hey, man, you already know, sipping on a little something. I got the Met game yeah. in the background because it's a big series for us, you know. Man, I, I checked out on baseball uh, before the season started with them, them Nats. You know what I'm saying? It was they had they had me focusing on other things all all summer. I, I figured as much. The last time I mentioned it to you was Juan Soto. After Juan Soto, I said I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah. After that, it was a wrap. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you taking uh, you know, being going easy on me, boss, because I wasn't trying to. Talk no more Nats after Juan was gone. I was, that's what you know. What I'm saying this is kind of fitting though. I'm rocking the black because that's that's how the national season, you know. what I'm saying it's, it's dead, you know. what I mean, so the the black's kind of fitting, you know. Hey Theo, I would have, I would have. My man Theo asked me about the Met game. I would have taken the under. My man Mario in the building, Carolina Sports Plus. We had him on last week for you guys that tuned in. We gonna plug the website again. Uh, Theo, I would have picked the Mets before the game started as an under just because of who was pitching. It looks like it's still going to be an under, but it's three runs already on the board. So I'm not going to take credit if it stays under for right now. 
Um, Will, since both of our teams are struggling, right? We got two wins between us <laughs> three weeks into the season. I invited a special guest. I'm trying to get him on the air. I invited somebody who got a team with a winning record because it can't be a Commanders fan because the Commanders ain't winning. You know that ain't happening. So yeah. who, who you invite? I mean, you, you may have seen his work. You know, you may have seen him before, man. You know, he's been a part of the show. Great friend of mine. Uh, Trip Young will be in the building tonight. He's, okay. feeling very, he's feeling very braggadocious. You know, the Giants are two and one. They got an opportunity to finish the season. <laughs> finish the month, I should say, three and one. And his Yankees have already clinched their playoff spot, so he's feeling good. Trip, like oh, he's gonna, he gonna be talking his itch tonight, huh? Yeah, man. Trip, I, I'm trying to get you in here, man. Trip, if you're watching right now, like I said, just uh, send in a request to get on camera. I'll bring you on. And while we wait for Trip, let's let's get some things started, man. Okay. Will, how you feeling tonight, man? No, oh, man, I'm feeling real good. Friday Night Live, man, the opinionated ones, the Sanchez show, man. It's it's, it's a million places I could be, but it's the only place I'm going to be, you feel me? There we go. And, uh, yeah, Tripp just sent me a message. I'm responding right now. We should let you send a request. And hold on. Let me see sign. Why we can't get Ann in here? Let me see. Because his head too big for off, off the Giants and the uh, and the Yankees right now. That's, you know what I'm saying? His head ain't going to fit on the screen. You know oh, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on because it's not even showing you as a viewer right now. Even though I see you in here, but it's not showing you as a as a viewer. So I don't know why it's not letting you in real quick. I guess uh, leave the room and try to come back in, and we're gonna try to get him on with us while we wait for that, though, man. Um, Actually, I need to share. I, I'm, right now, I'm gonna go ahead and share this. So I forgot to share it to the group. Shout out to Philip and I appreciate everybody who've been tuning in, rocking with us, man. I greatly appreciate that for sure. Because as Will said, you you could be anywhere in the world right now, man. It's Friday night. But you guys are taking the time to check us out, so we really appreciate that, man. Yeah. And uh, sure. Will, you got some in your cup already? Hold on, hold on. I gotta get the. I'm getting it going right now. Give me one second. Yeah. I'm pouring something in my plastic cup right now. Are you in the plastic joint? <laughs> plastic cup. I ain't trying to do no dishes. Keep it, keep it, keep it regular. Yeah, I ain't trying to do no dishes. Ain't trying to do nothing. <laughs> Hold on, let me catch up with you real quick. We, we, we going we gonna to toast one to the show? Oh, absolutely. We're going to toast, and we're going to toast not only to ourselves, but everyone who be tuning in for the love of the game, Carolina Sports Plus, my man Theo, uh, our man Geis overseas. Geis be tuning in, man. So shout out to Geis. Geis and, and um, uh, Istanbul or something tonight. Where he at? He was in I, Italy I, I, last I, time. Last time we spoke to him, he was in Italy. Yeah, but he, I think he was like a secret agent or something. He just be popping up all wherever, you know what I'm saying? He he be he be he be popping up all over the place. Uh, shout out to Geist though. Funny, real funny little tidbit. So Geist was trying to uh, see if I wanted to get in this little pick'em pool with him, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm down for it or whatever. And he sent me the little link for the joint, so. Why was that joint in like yen or something or, or <laughs> rubles or something? I was like, although <laughs> <laughs> he had to deal with foreign currency to get into the joint, bro. I was like, I felt like I didn't even get in the joint because that's. I was like, hold up, man. I, it felt like it felt like it felt like I was about to uh, get a African prince out of jail. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's suspect. He got you trying to convert money over to join it. Yeah, I was like, hold on, Slim. I'm like, yeah, mm, I'm good. <laughs> my brother Will Gordon. Yo, the I got the kettle. Carolina Sports Plus. I see you, Playboy. We appreciate clink, clink. you. Clink, clink, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. All right. Before we get to the picks, everyone wants to know the picks. We've been on fire, man. We're going to get to those in a minute. I really think week four is a big upset week as well. There's some potential upset. And we'll. I got four. I got four, actually. Okay, when we get to it, I'm going to let you take the lead on the don't be surprised if pick because you were 1,000% correct last week. You called yeah. it very early. You saw it. And then as we talked through it, I kind you convinced me, even though I'm a coach fan, you convinced me because, like, you know what? Yeah, uh, this might be a trap game for the Chiefs because they got yeah. the ball coming up. So we're going to yeah. get to that. Too. But yeah. let's start with Thursday night football. Cincinnati looks like they, they've righted themselves. They've won two in a row. They're two and two. The Dolphins were looking good. Obviously, Tua goes down. Let's start there with, with Tua Tagovailoa going out with a scary concussion. Um, should we start with the concussion itself, or should we start with Sunday, where we all assumed it was a concussion, and for whatever reason, it was ruled as a back injury, and he was let back in the game? I think, I think we have to start with Sunday, because that's where it started. We all saw on Sunday when he went down, when he got pushed, was off balance, and we've all, well, at least most most people that play the sport has had that moment where you go down backwards and can't brace yourself and your head hits the back or hits the ground. It happened to me on a hardwood basketball court, so I know what that's like when when your head hits, instant stars, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He tried to get up. At first, he grabbed his helmet on the ground. He tried to get up. You saw him shake, try to shake the cobwebs out. He tried to jog, and you saw the stagger when he couldn't keep his balance, and you had his guys holding him up. That's four different cues of a concussion right there, right there on camera. He goes out the game. Everybody, everybody watching the game thinks it's a concussion. Oh, he's done for the game. A few plays later, he's trying back out there. They're like, what? How is he back out here? And they call it a back injury. What? Like, it, it, nothing ever made sense with what we saw and what they told us that didn't fit. Fast forward to four days later, and then you have the hit that we all saw, we all saw that we've all talked about last night. Um, and it wasn't even, it wasn't as hard of a hit as last week. To me, it was like the blow to the head. And immediately, as soon as his head hits that turf, the face that he made and the 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 season of the hands and all that was it was it's a very scary scene. Um but I think with the severity of his reaction to last night's hit tells you last week or I won't even say last week, four days ago was not a back injury. That was a concussion. Yeah, and when you can have when you have two concussions, I forget the technical term of it, but when you have two concussions in such close proximity like that, the way his body reacted last night was textbook for how you react if you have two uh, concussions in such close proximity. 
And he's actually lucky because if you have two blows to the head that severe in such a small period of time, you can actually get a brain a brain bleed that could lead to fatality. What up, Trip? What up? Trip Young is in the building. Uh, your timing is impeccable because I was just about to reference a conversation you and I were having on Sunday during the game, and, and, and it's reference to what Will was saying. When the injury happened, I didn't see the injury at the time. And then when he came back in the game, even Tripp texted me and said, two is back? Like, he was not expecting him to be back. When I saw the, when I saw the, the initial uh, replay of it, I, I wasn't expecting him to be back. And for him to come back on short notice like that, I think it's pure negligence by the Miami Dolphins. Um, Michael Smith, I don't know if you guys saw it yesterday, but, but very, very, very good journalist. Michael Smith used to be on ESPN was on, on NBC Amazon. Sports now? Yeah. He's on Amazon now. He was, he was on the, oh, on the Amazon. Okay. Okay. he was on a post game and he was reading off the definition of what is supposed to be done. The protocol, what's supposed to be done. If you think a player has suffered a concussion and this is why Denora Smith and the players association wants this looked into because they feel like those steps weren't taken. At any point, if, if any doctor that was in that room on Sunday felt like he had suffered any type of head injury, not just a concussion, he was not supposed to be allowed back in the game. So as we all saw, his initial reaction was to grab his helmet. Then he took two or three steps and stumbled and couldn't get himself. He shook his head right. And then stumbled as he's trying to walk. That alone should have been enough to say, no, he, he needs to sit out the rest of this game. Even if he's showing signs that, hey, I'm okay, I'm good. No, no. Let's just sit you out. Let's just be cautious. But then to take it a step further, on a short week, why would you put him on the field? Yeah, that that, that was, the, was, the, was the one right there where it's like, yo, y'all playing on a Thursday night game. You should at least give him a week off. You know what right. I'm saying? Now, you know what I'm saying? You get the two weeks, then you bring him back in. But to put him back out there – on the Thursday night game after that, like nobody in the in the organization said, nah, he got a concussion. This ain't just his back. Nobody said, man, we should give him the week off. That's a that's a bit crazy for me. And the thing what we gotta remember is we can't just put it all on the on the dolphins. I thought ever since all this concussion protocol stuff came about, that every game had an independent guy that was it was it's his call. Mm -hmm. Like they're supposed to recognize these things. We named five cues of a concussion. Where was he at? Was he getting a hot dog or something? Was was you know what I'm saying? Was he hollering at a shorty? Like like where were you at? How did the the independent guy that is placed in every game by the NFL to evaluate these things? Where was he? And Ryan Fitzpatrick on the post game said as much because he referenced when he was still with the Dolphins. And he had taken a big hit where uh, it was might have been his last year there. If you guys remember, it was it circulated. He took the big hit to the point where the where the uh, chin guard was up by his nose, like his oh, helmet. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And he was saying that he got pulled off the field for concussion protocol, even though he showed no signs. And when he asked them, you know, why am I being evaluated? They said there are spotters up at yeah. the top of the stadium who watch for anything that could possibly be a concussion or a it, hit. It, it, it so again. We not, we're not only talking about the signs on the field, the independent doctor. The spotters didn't notice that. The spotters didn't notice, yo, this dude is stumbling around the field. He needs to be held out of this game. Even if he's showing no symptoms in the locker room, he should be held out of this game. We should not run the risk. The first thing that they said yesterday, the sideline reporter, when he got taken off the field and taken to the hospital, 
he's being evaluated for brain trauma. That was the first thing the sideline reporter said. So to your point, Will, multiple concussions within a short period of time can lead to possible, uh, you know, hemorrhaging, or in this case, we're we talking brain trauma. The lead, and then they put him on the team plane. Right. He flew back with the team last night. He released from the hospital and they put him on the plane. When you when that could lead to swelling, right? To the air pressure, like, what are we really like? What's going on? Like, this is basic stuff. You know I'm what I mean? Like, trouble. what's really going on? That's just crazy, bro. They they got they got to do better. And the what's the, really going on? The league hasn't even has, hasn't crazy, even said anything. The league hasn't even really you know stepped in. The league need to have stepped in on this. Because they're doing that, that, that young man a disservice right now. Yeah. Big time. Big time disservice. And I'm happy that the Players Association made the comments they made after Sunday's game. Now after yesterday, heads are definitely going to roll. Somebody part of that independent medical staff will not be a part of the NFL anymore. And it, there should be some severe fines brought down on the Dolphins organization. Because you got to protect another, the better than that. you got to protect another, the better than that. It's another bad headline for the Dolphins. That, like, yeah. if we... We like they mishandling a lot of situations. If we go back to the you know with the Brian the Brian Flores situation, um, fast forward to this, it's like like who's running things over there, man? We got it's time to take a look at the Miami Dolphins organization as a whole, and um, it's time to you know hold some people accountable. I agree. That's a great point. The the team as a whole has been poorly run lately. Uh, obviously, we know about the Brian Flores, you know, what, what he's alleging and that lawsuit he got against them. Um, and now, and then we also heard about the tampering with Brady in regards to the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Now, so it's, it's been an ugly, ugly year and a half for the Miami Dolphins in terms of the way they've been handling business there, man. Let's let's lighten the mood up a little bit, though, man, because like I said, Trip, before you came on air, I told Will, I said, look, man, we're going into week four. Between the Colts and the Chargers, we only got two wins between us. We needed somebody to come in that, that was having a winning season, and I knew you would be more than happy to take your victory lap. Hey, three you damn straight. This is the best I can look for. You know, the Giants, the way they started off, I mean, we still got guys dropping like flies, but I'm used to, to uh, Shepard getting injured at this point. So, like, I, I expect him to get hurt during the season. But, yeah, I'm happy with the Giants, man. This, this is more than I ever could have imagined to start this season. You know, they they could have actually even won that game last week against against Dallas. Um, you know, but listen, I'm 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 happy, man. This is all I can, you know, say right now. I you know, I still would like to upgrade at quarterback, of course. But Saquon looking good again, you know, like I can't even be mad. My man Saquon is, is, is back healthy, you know. So if, if maybe if Daniel Jones could actually either take a step up or get the heck up out of here, the Giants might really be saying something, but now I'm good, man. The Giants is looking good. My man Lamar Jackson is, you know, like looking like the early MVP front runner right now. I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm happy, man. All around sports. We gonna we gonna get to the Ravens. We gonna get to the Ravens because that's one of the three big games that we we gotta give our predictions on for this week. Saquon being healthy is is the best thing that could have happened to you guys because he is yeah. a legitimate star. He needed to get healthy though. I will say this though, Daniel Jones didn't play bad on Monday night, but y'all old line got dominated. The old line was terrible in that game against Dallas. Yeah, and they have been doing better. Like I think, honestly, Eric, this is the best old line the Giants have had 
I can't even remember in how in how many years. <laughs> but I love, you know, you know, I was excited about the, the Evan Neal pickup this year. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, I think Andrew Thomas is coming along slower than I would have liked for him to come along. But I do think he's a definite upgrade from what the Giants have had on the offensive line. So I think on the outside we're we're looking good right now. Um, but they still got a long they still got a long ways to go though, because they, they got a lot of health issues at wide receiver. I don't know what the hell. Galladay was one of the worst signings the Giants, you know, have had. Like coming from Detroit where he was beasting that last year in Detroit. He's he barely get on the field for the Giants and when he does, he's horrible. Um, you know, Shepard keeps getting hurt. Tony, he was looking like he was gonna beat something, but now he keeps getting hurt. So, you know, we ain't had a good receiver since Odell. Yeah, no, Tony's a good receiver. I like him, but he just can't stay on the field. Yeah. He can't stay on the field. Uh I like Sterling Shepard as well, but he, he kind of same thing. Sterling Shepard is not a number one. He's probably better suited to be a number two or number three. There but, he gone. But right, because no matter what he is, he gone. <laughs> but because of the inconsistencies of Galladay. Like Galladay's stealing money at this point. Yeah, it, it's sickening. Like that's that's the one where I'm like, you know, because other guys, the Giants drafted, <clears> and you know, so it's like, all right, whatever, you know. But this dude, you got paid a lot of money to come here and stink it up. Like you have not done anything. Let me ask you a question, because I, I didn't double check the stats before we got into this, but Galladay didn't catch a touchdown all last year. I don't think he's caught one yet this year. No, he barely caught a pass this year. Yeah, how many passes he got? Like four. I mean, yeah, he, he dropped two on Monday night. That's what I'm saying. He wide open. Yeah. Hey, look, hey, Trip. I put this in the group the other day. I said Kenny Galladay is the Jamarcus Russell of wide receivers. He got that bag. He got that bag, and then he said, "I'm straight." Yeah, but he said, "I'm straight now." He ain't, trying to, he ain't trying to play football no more, man. Carlos Rogers, Carlos Rogers was the Jamarcus Russell of wide receivers. Because you yeah. got a guy who got drafted, high, high, highly drafted, and yeah. didn't lose at all. He's just horrible. He just got the. He was just. He just couldn't play. Yeah, I see. I see what you what you're saying though, as far as getting the bag and and and, and not performing at all, because he's yeah. definitely there. But Jamarcus Russell is the number one pick. You got to You got to Like Jamarcus Russell is more like the along the lines of like Albert Hainsworth, how he got the bag from Washington, and then he was trashed after that. Like those those guys, Galladay just had had a good year in Detroit, got the bag, and now he can't stay healthy. But we already locked in, so it don't matter. Yeah, but Galladay, Galladay at this point, like I said, is stealing money from you guys, bro. Yeah, and he is healthy now, and he still ain't doing nothing. And that's no, why I said, he's stealing money. And one last question on the Giants, and then we're gonna we're gonna get into some of these uh, other NFL games. Ryan Dayball, what do you think of him? Because I like the fact that he's already put his foot down with Kenny Galladay. Like, yo, look, if you ain't gonna produce, you ain't gonna be on the field. He did as much like in week two, and like because he struggled in week three, the, the kid, Richie James, is getting more snaps than him at wide receiver. I was like, damn it. I was just about to bring up. Yeah. Damn it. And I, I, I was like going to bring up the trip. I was going to say the kid, Richie James, I like him. is going to be, he's going to be the one for y'all. I like, like him. I, like, he, like, he looks like he wants to play football. Yes. Yeah, Um. I like the ball. I, when I first went, because, you know, Eric, I wanted Brian Flores to, to, get, the, to get the job. Um, but so when I first heard, I'm like, yeah, I'm not really feeling it. But at the same time, you know, Buffalo had, you know, a very explosive offense last year. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, we got to sit back and see. But 
I like what he's doing with the team. Um, you know, he's he's instilling a little bit more confidence in them to let them go for it a little bit, a little bit more. So I do like that a lot. Um, I think you know now, honestly, it's just about the talent. Like we just we just have to have an upgrade on talent. We need to upgrade that wide receiver. Galladay was supposed to be the guy. He's been horrible. You know, we once we see guys show it like flashes with Shepard, with Tony, they can't stay healthy. I'm hoping this kid, you know, the, the young boy can stay healthy because I like him a lot. Um, he's definitely showing the signs that he can be really good. I don't know how good just yet because I haven't seen enough of him. But I like that. I think the, the O-line is improving. Saquon is, is healthy. You know, I love the way he came out the gate, 164 yards, you know what I'm saying, the first week. Um, you know, he still got big play potential, so it's just that. But we got we got to upgrade that talent. That quarterback position is weak. We need we need help. We need we need help at quarterback. Yeah. So so so, as a Giants fan, how do you want to address that spot? You want to do you want to address it in the draft, or is is there I mean, a free agent you might I'm, be buying? Go get Deshaun Watson. Oh, it's too late for that now. Well, now I know it's too late for that now, but I'm just saying, but that's that's how I wanted to address it in the in the beginning. But at this point, you got to address it in the draft because I don't think there's a quarterback good enough to help the Giants that we be able to get via trade. Okay. So if, then, which means that now we're just wasting plays. So you now you got to You got to stick this season out, and you know, hopefully, you can try to you can sneak and get somebody in the draft next year. Well, if yeah. the season goes the way you want it to, and the way it's projecting, you won't be in that spot for a quarterback. Yeah, but we just usually quarterbacks because I don't, I don't know how deep this quarterback class is anyway. Um, coming in, I mean, because I don't think it's Bryce Bryce Young is not coming out this year, so maybe we'll wait for next year not and then yet. we'll be able to get Bryce Young. The two the two main guys are uh, C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State, and then the kid uh, D.J. I don't know how to pronounce his last name out of Clemson. Yeah. And then next year, price will be coming out. Yeah. So maybe yeah, we can drive. I will say this. Um, you know, the Giants definitely got to figure out their cap situation. Because I, I still don't understand how the Giants are so cap-strapped with a team that has no pro bowlers on it. Like, that's that's almost unheard of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. But if situations go bad with Lamar, he might be available. If uh -huh. not Lamar... If not, my, oh, that would be his wet dream. If Lamar went to the yeah. Giants, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, hold on, hold on. I think their backup is pretty good. He might be available, and then this situation in Dallas might get a little crazy too because Cooper yeah. Rush, because Jerry Jones is stupid. Cooper Rush is playing himself into a starting job somewhere. This is Matt yeah. Flynn all over again. This is Matt Flynn all over again. Yeah. yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I, I don't know. See, that's, you know, because going into a situation like the Giants where you damn near ain't got no no receivers, you know what I mean? Like, we all know the difference between that a number one wide receiver can, can make on the on the team. But talking about a quarterback who's really unproven to bring him over into the Giants and there's no real receivers there, I don't know how that works out. In Dallas, it looks great because you know you got CD Lamb over there. He's he's one of them ones. You know what I mean. And once they get healthy, you know they got they got a whole a whole lot of weapons out there. Yeah. It's not gonna be that with the Giants. Even with even with Huntley, I like I like him a lot. But I don't think 
he's going to get the Giants over the hump either. Like, I think they got to really, like, start fresh. Unless they could somehow sign – like, if they could sign Lamar Jackson, I don't think I don't think Baltimore lets Lamar Jackson get away because that would be the dumbest thing they could ever do to let Lamar Jackson get away. But the Giants could, yeah. But outside of that, I just don't see there, – there's no other answer for the Giants at quarterback. They're going to have to address the quarterback uh, position through the draft. It's, it's going to have to either be an unproven backup that they yeah. really like or through the draft. Will, I want to ask you, Will, the, the Cowboys and, and Cooper Rush, is this what we're seeing from Cooper Rush, right? Because I'm, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I was very skeptical of the guy, but when I saw him Monday night, I'm like, yo, he actually looks pretty comfortable out there. He doesn't look mm -hmm. like a backup who's overwhelmed. Is this a product of just Cooper Rush being better than we thought, or is this all schematics and they're drawing it up in a way that makes him look better than what we maybe realized? I really got to give the credit to the player. And I say that because I don't think Mike McCarthy just came his way up with a paper bag. <laughs> and that, I mean, exactly you know what I'm saying? So hold I don't... Hold, hold the thought real quick. Because remember, I asked you two weeks ago, I was ready to fire Mike McCarthy after week one. Remember what I told you? I do not like Mike McCarthy. I think what they're doing, what... All right. I think it's a, it's, it's, it's six in one hand, half a dozen in another, Okay. You got a situation when nobody's prepared for Cooper Rush and, and don't know what is coming. That's like the backup, a, a capable backup always looks good in his first few weeks because there's no film on him. Okay. Now we're getting film on Cooper Rush. Now he's won, he's won his first, what, three starts? Yeah. Two this year, one last year, total three starts. Yep. Yeah. I give him one more game. My, my adage has always been, I need four games of tape on you. If you're a quarterback, four games of tape on you on the NFL level before defensive coordinators know what you can do. He's got one more week of one more week to shine. And he's facing a defense where he's more than capable of shining against well, he's gonna, he's gonna shine Washington. He's going to shine on that defense. He's going to eat. And that's the thing. It's that's confusing. What would you say? I said that's where it gets confusing, though, because – yeah, I could look good against some some you know Giants ain't got no great defense. Mm -hmm. Washington ain't got no great defense. Mm -hmm. So I if, if I'm good if, if I'm if I'm average I can look good against those teams. When you tell me I still got Ceedee Lamb out there who could kind of save me on a lot of plays, right? That's what I'm. Yeah, exactly. Now, like next playing, week is when we're gonna find out about Cooper Rush. He playing the Bucks defense? Is he playing one of these top defenses and putting up 300 yards and three touchdowns? We gotta wait and see. That's that. That's the thing. That's well, my exact point. Like we'll see after this week what Cooper Rush is. He looks great right now. He's a backup. Like I said, it's no, it's no film on him. Nobody expects him to do anything. Nobody expects him to be as efficient as he was last week against the Giants. Yeah. I pick. I picked your Giants last week. I didn't expect I him to I come out. The Nobody team. expected that. And 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 this week at home against Washington, he's gonna look mad. Come, um, Jack Del not going to be able to scheme up anything to stop him. I'll He's going to look good this week. I'll say this, and both of you guys make great points, because like you said, Will, this is fourth game. So after this, we'll have a lot more film on him. Tripp, you made a great point as well when you compare the defenses he's faced. Obviously, the Giant defense and now the Commander defense. But this is where both, both of you guys are right, and this is where I really get interested in it. The next three games, let me tell you who the next three games are for the Cowboys after this Commanders game. They got to go to L.A. to face the Rams. They got to go to Philly to face the Eagles, and then they're back home to face the Lions. 
See, they might lose those games, all three of them. Yeah, they could lose three of those games, to be honest. Yeah. Cause, and, then it, it, that's, and, that, and that might be right around the time Dak is ready to come back. So this game against the Commanders this week could be very big. If they win and get to three and one, he gives them a little cushion to where it's like, all right, if Dak isn't ready for the game, we're yeah. still in yeah, he can come back. He can come back at the, with them around five hundred, right. and then just take it from there in a week. Yeah. Div, in a division where it's just really them. Because when is this supposed Philly. to be? So originally, well, I don't want to say originally. After the surgery, they started saying that he could be back in like five to six weeks. So yeah. he's already missed two. Like I said, the next three games after this would align perfectly with our right, back might be ready to come. Because after that Eagles game, they get back to back home games. They got the Lions at home, and then they get the Bears at home. So they may be looking at the Bears game as a possibility for him to return. Because yeah. then after the Bears game, it gets tough again for them. After that Bears game, they got to go to Green Bay. They got to go to Minnesota right after that. So that Bears game might be the perfect opportunity to bring Dak back and try to work out some of the some of the rust before you go on the road for those two big uh, interconference games. But you guys are both right. It's tough to tell, man. I think I was impressed by Cooper Rush's poise because it was a Monday night. The crowd was very crazy there. And there was a point where the Giants looked like they could have pulled away from Dallas. Cooper mm -hmm. Rush made a couple of good throws. You know, C.D. Lamb dropped one touchdown that he should have had. But the, the one-handed catch, everybody talking about the one-handed catch, the placement of that ball is perfect because the defender's right on C.D. tip. If that ball is, is just a little underthrown, it's not a touchdown. So I thought Cooper Rush did some good things, but they also got the running game going too. And it might be time, we've talked about it before, you and I will, Tony Pollard probably should be the starting running back for the Cowboys. He's the better back. It's not even close. Yeah. It's the only thing that's got Zeke on the field is his contract. Tony I Pollard is quicker, faster, tougher, younger, and mm -hmm. he's just better. He's the better player. And a lot he just he's not making that money. Yeah. I think I think the only the one thing they really like about Zeke is that he's a better pass blocker. But you're right. Everything else, I think Tony Pollard is better at. Yeah, I was saying before the season started, you know, I was uh, we was talking about about just about fantasy, and I was saying you're gonna have to be careful in Dallas because they're gonna split a lot of those carries, and don't be surprised if Tony Pollard starts to creep ahead <laughs> of Zeke because Zeke's pretty much been on a decline since like his second season. I mean, and, yeah, and, I, and I, even I, if you look at it, like who would who would like. Not only who's the better starter, but who would be the better backup? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we we never look at it like on that level. You know, we always just say who would be the better, who who's the better player to start. But Zeke at this stage in his career, you be you be a better grinded out. Take the like if you gotta lead, if you gotta lead, run the clock out type of running back. That's what that's what you are at this point. You know what I mean? He probably yeah. scored more touchdowns than he than he does. If he was, a you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think Tony Pollard, he changed the game on Monday night. When he broke off that big run, that completely changed the temperature of that game because, like I said, the Giants were on that cusp of kind of just pulling away. The Giants were slowly starting to dominate the game, and then he broke off that big run, and then from that point on, every drive after that, Dallas kind of started clicking from that point on. Yeah. Over the last two seasons, this year and last year, any big run that helped Dallas was not made by Zeke. Yeah, it was made by Tony Pollard. Yeah, yeah. Zeke, when when's the last time? When's the last time you saw Zeke make a great play? Three, four years ago. I mean, since Zeke, he got, has he made a great play since he got paid? 
No, that's the thing. That's the money, no. And he paid him already, so he's going to ride out with him. And you know how Jerry feels about some of his favorites. Mm -hmm. yeah. to, the to the detriment of the team, he's going to run his favorites. Yeah, Zeke is one of those guys that's messing it up for all the ru other running backs. Like, like that Zeke contract is when people start saying, "Well, this is why, this is why you don't play running backs." Yep, exactly. No, but I never understood the Zeke contract anyway because they gave Zeke the money, then they try to they try to slow play Dak, and then they gave Dak the money. It never works that way. You can't have the yeah. quarterback and the running back making top five money. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So like the, the day of paying running backs Jerry, stupid, stupid money is over and, and he's he's a contributing piece to that. Yeah. Especially because he was already on the decline. Like I know it's not like he's old, but in running back years he is older, but he was already on a decline. It's not like his numbers was going up and he's yeah. getting older. His numbers were going down and he's getting older. That's mm -hmm. the worst time to, to start giving out max deals. To, to running backs that, you know, when it's that, that's running backs, honestly, now, you know, are a dime a dozen. There's very few that weren't, weren't that big money. Like, we don't we don't really see those guys anymore. Like, like how many running backs right now in the league right now are, are playing to the level where they deserve that kind of money, where they, where they are game changers? Because the way the game has changed, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of diminishing what they can do because it's all through it's all through the air. So the running backs that are worth the worth the most are the ones they can catch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your Alvin Kamara's though and your uh your Austin Eckler's, those kind of guys. But your the between the tackle running backs, there there's not gonna be another Frank Gore. There's yeah. not you know what I mean, there's not gonna be any more running backs like that that just play for 15 years just running between tackles because that's not the game anymore. But see, even yeah. and where it gets tricky with running backs is even if you have that guy, even if you have like one of the top five guys, let's say you have a Nick Chubb, a Jonathan Taylor, right? Great example. Yeah. You still need that other complimentary back because as we talked about, you you can't expect the guy to run the ball 20, 25 times and still help you in the passing game. It's still gotta yeah. be that other guy that can offset that. That's why what Cleveland Nick has Chubb needs that Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you can't you can't expect the guy, and that's why we say like with, with Zeke and to Tripp's point about his numbers were in the decline because he was already asked to take on so much of a workload. It's like you want this guy to pass block, run the ball twenty five times, and can you give us another three to four catches a game? It's like how many snaps am I expected to play then? That's not football anymore. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's the game is different now. We want to spread it out. Everybody wants to figure out matchups. So be yeah. it. Um, let's get into the, to some of the bigger games of the weekend. Before we get to the 401k pick of the week and the upset pick of the week, we're going to save those. Uh, we're going to start with a game that's taking place right in Baltimore, which to me is probably the second biggest game of the weekend. Second? Yeah, I, I think the Sunday night game is still the biggest game in terms of, of just the, the marquee and the marketability of that. But Buffalo coming off a tough loss in Miami to face a Ravens team that's pretty hot. Ravens should be 3-0. They blew that bad game to Miami. To Tripp's point, we may be seeing the number one and number two guys right now leading the MVP race very early in the season. But Lamar, Josh Allen, to me, are the best two quarterbacks and the best two players in the league right now. Tripp, I'm going to start with you. For your Ravens hosting this game, what's the significance? How, how important is this game for Lamar and them to show out and win against Buffalo? Oh, it's very important um, because, one, you mentioned the early MVP uh Candidates with with Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, but 
you know, for Lamar Jackson, he ain't get paid yet. So this is this season is a give me my mother and money season for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> so and, and and if you look at even if you look at the game they lost uh against Miami, you know, Lamar Jackson put up thirty eight points for y'all. You gotta help him out. You can't let you can't let you know, a, a team scored 28 points in the fourth quarter on him. He did everything, everything he could in, in that situation, you know. He's already working without a number one receiver. Really, he might have been working without a number two receiver because, to be honest with you. Mark Andrews is number two, but I like Duvernay. Well, he's and I think Duvernay is the something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, Mark Andrews is my – you know, I love Mark Andrews. That's my guy. But I still think he's a tight end. I'm, you know, I'm talking about solid – Number one and number two wide receiver, they really don't have that. I see flashes with Rashad uh, Bateman, but you know, like Hollywood Brown was the was the number two wide receiver. You know what I mean? What happened gonna, with him? What happened with that trip? Like, like well, I mean, I know he left, but I thought <laughs> I thought he was good in uh, Baltimore. Like, was they didn't want to pay him? I don't know nah, why he was, he was not trying to get a wide receiver. He was dropping a lot of passes out there in Baltimore too. Well, listen, yeah, but he's best thing they had. <laughs> but I guess they didn't want to, they didn't want to commit to paying him more money for it, keep him keeping him there even longer, and he's not a number one. That makes so sense. I, I guess I I guess if, if I had to make an assumption, but you know they got to help out. But yeah, but I I just think you know as far as as this game goes, I you know obviously I'm going to pick the Ravens no matter what. I can't just I can't go against against my guys. But yeah, it is, I think it's going to be a good game. I think we see Lamar Jackson being Lamar Jackson, and I think Josh Allen is going to put his numbers up too because the way this freaking Ravens defense has been struggling. I know they signed um, JPP, which I like, but the second they signed him. Yeah, yeah. Signed him. he, he should be. I, I, I knew he was visiting. I didn't know if they signed him or not. That's that's. Okay. Yeah, they signed him. Um, obviously, but they also lose Michael Pierce, the tackle for the year. Um, so it, it, it hurts there because Michael Pierce is a big part of that defense and allowing those guys to roam the way they do. They lose that big body in the middle, but they get JPP, and maybe that's the pass rusher they need off the edge. Hey, Will, how do you see this game playing out, Will? I got Baltimore. Um, I still think Buffalo's defense is a little too banged up. Uh, Lamar's in his own. Um, he's the cheat code right now. And with with the Buffalo defense not being at full strength, I don't I don't think they're gonna be able to keep up with them on the road. Uh, yeah, Buffalo's just too banged up right now, and Lamar's in his own. He's out here trying to get paid, and he's every week showing you like f you pay me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every week yeah. is f you pay me. So and I don't see that stopping this week at home against a banged up Buffalo secondary. Um, Josh Allen is a beast. Like I told you, that's my fantasy quarterback. You know what I mean? That's that's my guy. But Lamar's on the, on a level right now. That's like he's he's showing people he's he's going for that second MVP this year. And he's gonna get that bag. Yeah. And this is the kind of game you you have to do it in against another MVP caliber quarterback. Yep. At home against a banged up defense, I think it's set up perfect for Lamar. Yeah. Hey, Carolina Sports Plus. I see Carolina Sports Plus wants us to give our take on the Cardinals-Panthers game. We're going to get to that one. Let us get through these uh, three games, and then we'll give our, our take on that one. Um, but in terms of the Baltimore hosting Buffalo, we're all in agreement. 
I like Baltimore in this game. I like him a lot in this game, man. I think, one, like you said, the secondary of Buffalo is banged up. I also think there's a situation where Lamar wants a little bit of get back. We remember that playoff game a few years ago where Baltimore was right there and he threw that really bad interception at the goal line when Baltimore had a chance to beat Buffalo. So he's going to want that get back on that one. And mm -hmm. I really like Devin Duvernay, as I mentioned. I think Duvernay is turning into probably their most reliable receiver and, and one of their big game breakers. They also get J.K. Dobbins back. He's a little healthier now. So they get the running game going. I like the Ravens in this game, and I like them convincingly. And that's not taking anything away from Buffalo, because I do like you Buffalo. Like 14 points, 10 points, what you talking 10-point victory because to the point Trip made. This is this this is Lamar looking at the landscape of the league and like, oh, y'all think that much of Lamar? I mean, of, of Josh Allen? Let me show you what I could do, mm -hmm. right? Let me show you what I can do, not only as a running quarterback, but as a passing quarterback. I think they have a big game. And if you look at the Ravens' numbers, that offense has been clicking every week. They've just been kind of overshadowed by some of the other things going on in the AFC. But they ain't had a week off yet offensively. Every week offensively, they've been clicking. I think it continues this week. And I think that that banged up Buffalo secondary, along with the fact that Buffalo still can't run the ball. I don't know why they haven't figured that out yet. They can't run the ball. Baltimore wins this game. I'm, I'm calling it about 10 points for Baltimore. I like it. I ain't gonna. I don't think it's gonna be that. I got. I'm. I'm. I'm saying I'm it's more like five or four, but I like it. All right, over under seventy yards rushing for Lamar. Seventy. Yeah. Seventy might be a lot, and the only reason I say it's a lot is because Leslie Frazier likes to sit in a lot of zones, so they gonna have those those linebackers kind of spying in on him. Matt Milano, Edmonds, them guys are gonna kind of be spying in on him. Uh, so that he don't take off. Uh, my man Theo said 50 plus. I think 50 might be the number to pay attention to. I think he can get to 50. I'm going over. Over 70? I think he might be able to break one that's 50. I think I think 70 is going to be He's tough. Special, I think 50 is going to be tough. I think he can break one, uh, a 50 yarder, and then, and, then, and, then, and then it's like, you know, eight here, four there, six here, 15 there. I'm going to take the over on that. On What is it, 70 yards? I'm going to take the yeah, over. 70. Especially with that secondary, they can't, they probably can't tackle. Well, you he, know what I mean? Like, if he make it to the secondary, it's over. He might go for hundred. That's why I think Leslie Frazier is going to play a lot of zone and spy in because they got to help their secondary. They can't leave yeah, them guys right. on the island out there. So it's going to be a lot of linebackers coming yeah. in. But then you're going to need your defense to be very disciplined because Lamar's the type where if you're going to play zone and then it starts to look like he's running and then at the very last second, he can hit somebody. You know well, what I'm saying? I will say this. One thing that Eric mentioned that will be a huge factor is J.K. Dobbins returning because Baltimore running game is, I mean, it's usually Lamar, but but he usually has the backup of the other running backs, you know, doing their, doing their thing. J.K. Dobbins coming back, I think that's going to be a, a nice boost for them. And I think that'll also help out the defense, too, because they can kind of control the clock a little bit more. On Eat that clock, yeah. Now that they can run, run, you know, run the football. Yeah, I like, like I said, I think definitely over 50 yards rushing. I think that's where it gets a little tricky. Um, my man Theo asking 200-plus passing yards. I think the 200 is a safe bet. He's going over 200 passing yards oh, in this yeah. game. Uh, just like we said, because Buffalo secondary is so banged up. 
And again, you look at the way this Baltimore offense has been clicking. Lamar's gotten pretty much anything he's wanted through the first three games as far as passing the ball. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't been in the 200 yards in any game this year. He's already at, uh, what are we looking at? We, he's already at 10 touchdowns through three weeks. So he's passing the ball. He's going to get over 200 yards passing. I yeah. think that's pretty safe. I uh, could see like 233 in the air. Yeah, he's, he's the game, so I think that's safe to say. Yeah, I think the 200 yards in the air is, is, is a lot because he, he's going to eat against that secondary that's a little banged up. And like I said, Perriman and DuVernay, They've both been playing very well to start the season. And, then, of course, you still got Mark Andrews. So he's yeah. got the weapons now. They'll eat. He, he'll get in plus 200-plus yards easily, I think. Um, another big game this week, a game that I don't think any of us expected when we saw it on the schedule, but as it's played out so far through three weeks, it's a big one, man. Philadelphia hosting the Jaguars, probably two of the most surprising teams of the year. I want to give you guys a number as well, because when I looked at this game, I'm like, man, how do we get here? In terms of point differential. They're number two and number three, respectively, in the league. The Jaguars are the number two team in point differential, point 46. They fucked up my coach. They fucked up the Chargers. They trying to fuck up the Eagles now. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start with you, Will. Coming off last week's game against the Jags, you had you had the, the Chargers as your 401k pick of the week last week. We saw how it yeah, played out. What's your thoughts on the Jags right now going into week four? Listen. And it's not just because they beat up on a on a on a depleted and injured <laughs> Chargers team last week. It ain't because of that. Look, coming into the season, I knew they were going to be better than they were before because they had a joke as a coach last year in Urban Meyer, and then they got the quarterback whisperer this year, Doug Peterson. You know. Um, I'm a little familiar with Doug Peterson from my time back in the NFC East when he was in, in uh, Philadelphia. He's a good coach, man. Like, it's, I can't take nothing away from him. And he's, like I said, and uh, when you think about the quarterback position, they didn't draft that kid to to flake out. You know what I mean? The Urban, the Urban Meyer stuff, I consider that a wash, red shirt, yeah whatever you want to call it. Um, he's got he's got them looking like a professional football team. Every week this year, they've looked a little bit better. You know what I mean? And that's what you want. When you got a brand new coaching staff, a brand new regime in there, that's all you that's all you can ask for is to every week improve. And so far so good for them, man. And I can see why this is a lot of people like, if you look at Vegas, it's a lot of people spending money on Jacksonville this week. But let's not discount what Philadelphia is doing. Let's not discount what the quarterback's doing on, in the green jersey, okay? This is a guy that a lot of people wanted to dismiss. Oh, you went to Alabama. Oh, you're, you're a Russian quarterback. Oh, he's figuring it out. At least, to me, it's looking like he's figuring it out. Um, coaching staff looks like they're figuring it out. Um, the defense, we already, Philly, Philly's defense has always been formidable, but they're figuring it out. Um, they've got, they've got a situation in front of them where Philly can win this division. You know what I mean? Jalen Hurts, listen, who thought, I'm not a big coach. Who thought, who thought Philly could win this division? 
Crazy, huh? Wait, <laughs> who'd you pick? You know, you and I thought Martin, I picked Philly. You no, you and I picked Philly, but you and Martin Brownlee. Okay, I was when I said I thought Philly could be this year's Cincinnati Bengals. Oh yeah, like Super Bowl. Mm, that's, oh, yeah. I don't know about that. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But they've got the guys mm -hmm. in place that you need to pay attention to them serious and take them seriously. The thing that pisses me off, anybody that's not taking the Eagles seriously, is because they're not taking Jalen Hurts seriously. That's a fact. Yeah, and but that is disrespectful. Why not? Why aren't you taking him seriously? Yeah, but the thing, the the, the thing is, and it's kind of what we were talking about with, with Cooper uh, Rush earlier. If you look at the Giants first, I mean, if you look at the Eagles' first three games, Detroit, Minnesota, and Washington, none of those teams are really solidified. So that's why, you know, it, 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 it will take a little bit longer for people to put that respect on Jalen Hurts' name. And I think he's having a, a great start to the season. You know, A.J. Brown's probably one of the biggest pickups of, you know, of the offseason. That's a you fact. Know, but again, Which leads to the emergence to the, of the, the young kid. Yeah, they haven't, they haven't gotten to the, to the heart of the schedule just yet. So let me see, you know, they, they, they got Arizona coming up. Let me see how they do against Arizona. Let me see how they do against Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Like, let me see how they win, look win. those games. <laughs> win. If, if he's putting up 300 yards passing, three touchdowns, and you know what I'm saying, 70 yards, all right, if he's doing it against them. But right now, I think a lot of people still want to give it a little bit of time just because the strength of schedule to start the season for the Eagles. I, Not listen, to say they I can do it, because I think they are the favorites to win a division still. But I think for the, the the people that don't rock with Jalen Hurts, they're gonna want to see him do it against some some at least upper level you know competition. I, listen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get all that. But the one thing I will say, we can't we can't treat this only as if it's about the schedule because Jalen Hurts was the starter all last year and he led them to nine wins in the playoffs. So Jalen Hurts, at least there's enough of a track record to say, hey, look. We can win a lot of ball games and make the playoffs with him and be successful long-term with him. I also think A.J. Brown, which we all liked at the time of the trade, is having the type of impact that Stephon Diggs had when he went to Buffalo with Josh Allen, right? Great Josh Allen, Great call. Josh Allen was kind of a project piece. He was a guy that, like, all right, can he really be an NFL upper echelon quarterback? Well, you get him a receiver, and now he shows you he could be that. And I think that's what we see with Jalen Hurts. And actually, they did it two ways because – they went and got Devontae Smith in the draft, who we all like Devontae coming out. Trip, you an Alabama guy, so you already knew about him. You know, Will and I, we think that's Marvin Harrison's son. Young Marvin, young Marvin out there. <laughs> Marvin, Marvin ain't claimed him yet, but that's yeah. Marvin Harrison's son. You know what I'm saying? So now you put those two things along with a decent running game with Miles Sanders, with Boston Scott, with that old line. I love everything Philly's doing. Yeah, um, with a D that can come at you. And with a defense that comes to Jordan Davis, uh, the young kid that they got in the first round with Jordan Davis to add another piece to that pass rush. I love yeah. everything that, that Philly got going on right now. They building it the right way. They just traded for um, right at the beginning of the season. The cornerback they traded for. Oh, no, they um they got James Bradbury that was with the Giants. No, there was somebody, it was a younger kid they got too, though. Didn't they get another kid that's playing in their secondary? I'm trying to think. I know. I know they got Bradbury after the Giants cut him. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look it up and find out. But they like recently. Yeah, I can't remember that. 
see. I gotta look, I gotta look who they added to that secondary. The, the last guy I remember was Bradbury after the Giants came uh restructure his deal. Uh but with Bradbury and with, with Darius Slay, Darius Slay showed everybody on Monday night against Minnesota that he's still one of the top cornerbacks in the game. Yeah. So, yeah. Philly Philly got a lot going on. Let's go around, let's go around, man. I want to hear y'all predictions. Trip, how do you see this game playing out? Who do you like in this one? I, I gotta go Eagles. I don't know why, like, I'm getting so much, like, of people, like, Jacksonville, just because, I mean, they did have a big win last last week, but, you know, that was damn near beat up, hurt, you know, like, you know, Herbert, so, but, I mean, I don't know why people was making that push, but I got to go Philly on this one, I'm sorry, I do. I feel you. Well, who you like? Yeah, I'm with Philly on, Philly as well, um, I do kind of, like, take the you know, coach coming back to Philly in just, you know, slightly in the play. But it's a whole different staff, a whole different team than what he faced. Um, it ain't like it's the Carson Wentz Eagles, you know what I'm saying? That's a so, You know what I mean? And, 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 I, and I I mean, I really think – what's the name of the coach in Philly? I forget his name. Uh, uh, Sirianni. Sirianni, yeah. I think he. I think he's really got something going on there. Um, I gotta give the nod to the home team. I got and, and they they've been rolling. I think I think Philly for sure. I like it as well. I mean, listen, I, I I'm on record. I already told you guys how I feel about Philly. I like Philly a lot, but I want to nominate this game for the don't be surprised if. And here's why. Mm, here's why. Okay. I got a couple reasons for you. The first is is obviously the return of Doug Peterson to Philadelphia after he was let go. The revenge factors in there. The second reason is the defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of people don't know him. I had I didn't really know who he was either. And then I started wondering because this defense has been really, really good. I saw they shut my Colts out. And they they really slowed down the charges. Granted, Herbert was was slow with the injury and the left tackle went out. <coughs> Mike Caldwell is the defensive coordinator for the Jaguars. And the reason I wanted to check is I'm like, man, they they playing a style I really ain't seen. They, they blitz and they bring in different things. And then I realized he was on the staff in Tampa Bay. He was the linebackers coach in Tampa Bay. Now, guess what? If you look back to last year, Tampa Bay demolished Philadelphia in both the games they played. He was part of coming up with the scheme to slow down Jalen Hurts running and force him into a passer. Now, I like Philly because they have more weapons to pass to, but I would not be surprised. And that's why I'm saying, don't be surprised if they slow down Jalen Hurts turn this into a very slow, methodical game and try to steal it late. I like Philly. I think Jack, the Jaguars cover, because the spread on this is like six and a half, which I think is a little high, and I wouldn't be surprised they find a way to steal it late. Also, the other thing that concerns me about Philly, I mentioned it last week, as, as high as I am on them, not only winning this division, but making a deep playoff run, they've had now two straight weeks where they have not scored a point in the second half. They should have put up 40 points on the Commanders last week. They got up 24 nothing, and they didn't score again. All right? The week before, same thing. They got a big on Minnesota and then didn't score again. That's the only thing that concerns me. This team has to be a little more consistent all the way through. Again, I'm taking Philly. We're all in agreement. I'm taking Philly. I just want to nominate it. Don't be surprised if I think the Jaguars keep it close. And I think after this game, we're going to start taking the Jaguars more serious, man. I saw it taking the ball serious last week. Well, I mean, you got <laughs> on a personal level. I got a personal level. 
I started taking them on seriously last year. Experience those guys and what they can do out there on the field. So uh Right. I mean, listen, and we we talked about we talked about the Eagles hitting on their first round pick. The Jaguars got two guys that they drafted in the first round that are both starting on that defense. Trayvon Walker, the DN, who's already making an impact. He already had interceptions, got multiple sacks. And they got that linebacker, Devin Lloyd, who's another guy who's making plays already. The Jaguars yeah, they got fast guys over yeah, there. Yeah, they will sure. turn that around quick, bro. The Jaguars are going to turn that around really quick around Trevor Lawrence. In a weak division? In a very weak division. Well, that's going to make it easy. You know, if you can't do it in a weak division, you don't need to be here. Yeah, but no, I mean, they're going to turn it around very, very quick around, uh, like I said, Trevor, Travis Etienne, the running back, uh, yeah. DJ Chubb, and then they got the kid Christian Kirk from um, from Arizona that they gave a lot of money to. They already got some weapons. Well, he's he's made some players, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the kid's name is Josiah, Josiah Scott, the the, um, the cornerback that they traded for. He actually played for Jackson. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, let's get into – the last big game that we have on the big three docket. And then we're going to get to that Cardinals-Panthers game. We're going to get to that Carolina Sports Plus. I ain't forget about you, bro. Uh, the Sunday night game, it's a rematch from the Super Bowl two years ago. The Chiefs tra traveling down to Tampa. There was some speculation this game may not take place in Tampa because of the hurricane, but we did get the confirmation that it's happening. The Chiefs coming off an ugly loss to the Colts. The Chiefs had no business losing that game at all. We'll take it, but they had no business losing it. Um, hey. <laughs> hey. but what, was, what was last week's don't be surprised if don't be surprised if we talked about it and you were 1000% correct you set the table on it and then as I, as I started looking at the schedule I said wait this, this, this might happen right here the Buccaneers they had a, a, a tough loss not really their fault though they were completely decimated at wide receiver they were missing both their receivers their old line continues to struggle a lot of issues in Tampa Bay the Chiefs going down to Tampa for the Sunday night game and a rematch of the Super Bowl two years ago. Uh, Will, I'm going to start with you, man. How do you see this playing out? Chiefs all day. They lost last week, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to come back. And Tampa Bay is still a little depleted. You know what I mean? I mean, Mike Evans will be back. That, you know, that's good for them. Godwin and Julio. Godwin. Godwin, Godwin might be back as well. Oh, it's, oh, he's okay. So he's, okay. Well, I can't trust Godwin playing the whole game, even if he is back. Is he 100%? That's I'm saying. Like, how good is he going to be? Listen, they haven't played together too much this season. Obviously, they have chemistry from before, but every season. I, I, don't think God, I don't think Godwin's going to be really himself probably until November. He missed all that time last year, and now being in and out of the lineup now, he didn't play all preseason. It's going to take him some time. Yeah. Yeah, the homes and them boys ain't going down there to lose, man. Nah, I, I, yeah. they lost last week. You, you think they're gonna lose two in a row and then no. go down to Tampa and, and lose nope. to an old team? Nope, not at all. Because ain't one, no, no way. they want some get back behind that. They want some. They want that back. They didn't run that back. Number one, number two, like you said, they lost that game last week. A game they really shouldn't have lost. They they coming for some get back, and it's the perfect time to to catch the the Bucks because again, Tom Brady got no weapons out there. They, you know, it feels like a 38-17 type of game to me. Oof. I, ain't gonna, like, 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 I, I think I think the Chiefs are going to put the league back in okay notice. I'm, I'm okay with that because I got my homes on my fantasy team. So I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. So you speak that into the <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write it down, 38-17. That's where I'm at. Yeah, both got the Chiefs. I just want to ask a question. Uh, what's the weather supposed to look like down in Tampa? 
Oh, the, the, the storm's gone. It's, it's coming up my way. It's supposed all that Indian stuff. It's supposed to be hitting up here in Ohio uh, t tomorrow and Sunday. All that, they good. I mean, they not good. Shout out to everybody in Florida. Yeah, the Tampa area. I hope y'all rebuilding all that. But yeah, the storm's gone from that. Like, they, they straight. So, so we expect them to be a clear track? Yeah. yeah. I, I, if, it, if that's what we're saying, then I agree. I think the Chiefs going to win. I, my only concern is if, if the weather has any impact on this game, the Chiefs can't run the ball. No, the weather's gone, bro. Like it's like it's. Like I'm saying it's up here now. Yeah, right. like it's it's over there, man. So if if, if we're going with that forecast, because that was my only question, if we're going with that forecast where it's supposed to be pretty clear and and it's not a slow yeah. field, then I like the I like the Chiefs as well. I think the Bucks got a lot of issues, uh, most notably on their offensive line. They can't block. We saw it again last week. They yeah. still can't block. And what got lost in the fact that the Chiefs lost that game in in Indianapolis was how good that D-line played. Chris Jones is going to get remembered for that little, um, you know, unnecessary roughness. What did he say? It, it, was a, it was a BS call. I was watching it live when it happened, and I didn't think it was a big deal. It was a BS call. But Chris Jones, Grant Clark, they got a young kid. I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he was a first-round pick. He's pretty good, too. So they got some guys on that, on that front seven that are pretty good there. Uh, they also get, uh, I believe their linebacker, Willie Gay, comes back this week as well. So their defense is healthy. If it's a clear track and they ain't got to worry about it being slowed down, I agree. I think they win this game pretty easily just because of all the issues Tampa has. Tampa's defense is really good, but Tampa's defense got a little exploited last week too. I think Aaron Rodgers and them could have put up more points. Don't forget Aaron Jones fumbled at the goal line when they was getting ready to go up like three scores yeah. on them. Yeah. So Green Bay could have really put them away if not for that fumble at the goal line right before the half. Uh, as long as the weather's clear, I like Kansas City as well, man. In agreement there. Yeah, let's let's get into it. We got, like I said, we got a special request. We got a game that that uh, Carolina Sports Plus. Shout out to Carolina Sports Plus, my man Mario Edwards. He was on the show last week. If you guys already don't follow Carolina Sports Plus, uh, check him out, man. All all your sports needs is over there, man. He got everything. Hey, uh, I gotta let him know though, Mario. Let, I gotta let you know. You and Will gotta talk, man, because Will said he went on your site and he said they was buying up all the charges yeah. stuff. He said they yeah. they, they, they didn't put all the charges <laughs> stuff up out of there. Listen, listen, bro. So I went to your site, like I said, I was gonna do. I'm, I checked out the teams I root for, which are the Chargers, the Nats, the Wizards. Bro, I couldn't buy nothing off you, but socks, man. Come on, I need more than socks, bro. I need some, I need some hood. Look, I'm I'm out here with a plain hoodie on, cause I can't I can't support your business, bro. Like, I need some hoodies, some 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 lids, some something like some something more than some socks, bro. Boys, now you had Matt, Duke, and Carolina and all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm from I I used to be in ACC country, but you see it. I'm a turp, bro. Like I need, like, come on, man. I'm just why uh, hey, I'm 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 gonna continue to support and spread your word, but I just need a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more diversity up in there, bro. Come on, bro. He said he got you. And my man Theo, he 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 let Carolina Sports Plus know he said he need the Cowboys gear over there. I think it's a lot of Cowboys gear. You gotta check it out there. It's, it's over there though. I, oh, I it's definitely you, you can a lot of boys gear on there. I've seen that. Yeah, it's a lot of Cowboys gear on there. You gotta check that out. Um, but let's get to this game. It's the four o'clock game on uh, Sunday. The Cardinals traveling to the Panthers. Both teams are one and two. Trip, I'm gonna start with you. Let me set the table for you. Obviously, the, the Panthers got their win last week. 
they trying to get it going. The Cardinals coming off another ugly loss. Uh, they lost to the Rams last week. Baker Mayfield, you know, I can't stand the Cardinals coaching staff. I think, coaching staff. <laughs> I think I think Cliff Kingsbury is a high, is a glorified high school coach, bro. He trash to me. He is trash. I'm starting to, to, I'm starting to fall in line with you on that one too. Listen, Cliff Kingsbury is that dude that you play in Madden that run the same two plays. He just out there running running shotgun full wide all game. Yeah, streaks in in the post joint. He runs streaks or streak posts. <laughs> yeah, he out, he out there wondering why the guy won't get open. He's running the same shit over and over. Why, why the guy won't get open? You're you running the same shit. That's why. I already adjusted. Anyway, man, the Panthers hosting the Cardinals. Both teams are one and two. As I mentioned, uh, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. How, how do you see this playing out? Give me a prediction on it. And just to give you a heads up on, on who's the favorite in this game, the Panthers are favored by a point. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, They're at home. I still think that that Arizona should be the favorite, but I guess they are at home, so I'm you know I'm not upset about that. I'm taking Arizona to win this game, um, but I will say this: once again, we are seeing the difference when uh, DeAndre Hopkins is on the field and when he's not on on the field. They are a completely different team, like altogether. Like when we sit up here and we talk about the difference that Stephon Diggs is making for, for Josh Allen in Buffalo. You know, this is an, another one of those situations where you got a young quarterback who has a top wide receiver on his team, and you can really just see the difference that, that he makes when he's out there on the field. You know, I mean, listen, if you're talking about five years ago, six years, now maybe seven now, A.J. Green might be able to help you out. But – the rest of that, the rest of that, that, that wide receivers club, there's a huge drop between DeAndre Hopkins and the rest of Kyler Murray's receivers, and now it's like, I, right, you know, we can't, Kyler Murray can't do everything out there. He needs some help. So the running game ain't been there. But the running game has been sad. Um, what's the, the kid? The kid yeah, James, James, Conner. James Conner. James Conner was washed up a couple years ago. I, I, that's what yeah. they went with. That's why he's not in Pittsburgh anymore. Yeah, that one good year. And that was it. Um, but even with that being said, and shout out to McCaffrey because he's finally, it looks like he's actually starting to stay healthy again. I think he had like back-to-back 100-plus yard rushing, uh, rushing games. But I got to go, I got to go with Arizona. I just, I don't, I don't think they can stop Kyler Murray. I think, you know, he's, he's, he's really good. That, you know, he, he's, he's, he's one, of, he's one of them ones. So I'm going to still take Arizona, but I, I'm going to take it. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a tight game though. Well, who you like in this one? I got the Cardinals too. Um, I think this is where we see Kyler go back to Mighty Mouse. When he's kind of been he's kind of been suppressed a little bit. Um, I think he'll be able to get loose on this on this defense. Um, and I definitely think he's going to want to outplay the quarterback on the other sideline. I just think it's a, no. Listen, I know you hate Cliff Kingsbury. You've been trying to get this dude fired for two years now. I, I understand. He's he trying to get himself fired. By the way, he played. Oh yeah, oh well, yeah. But I like every time I see the every time I see the Cardinals lose, I think about you. I'm like, damn, you, because you, <laughs> you nobody has no vitriol against Cliff Kingsbury like you do. Like I don't know if he if he tried to highlight your lady one time or something, but you hate that guy. You hate him. So every time they lose, I'm like, oh shit, Eric about to get his way. 
<laughs> but I feel I feel like this week, I feel like Arizona's gonna win this game, man. Carolina, I think it's talent averse. Uh Bacon Mayfield is trash. <laughs> and, I, mean, yeah. I mean, that's basically, I, I'd love to give you, like, some deep analysis, but it comes down to Baker Mayfield is trash. So yeah. I'm picking Arizona, like, just based on that. Like, I don't think, I think Arizona has enough talent to score more points than the, than the Panthers do. That's period. Like, I, I love to break down film and players and all that. Baker Mayfield says starting quarterback. I will never pick Baker Mayfield to win. Arizona. I get it. I understand Look all that. <laughs> I, I just want to say this. I'm listening. Carolina Sports. <laughs> I, I know you want to break down on it. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm taking the fucking Panthers, man. And here's why. Whoa. Easy. First of all, the Cardinals should be Easy. 0 3. Cardinals should have never beat the Raiders. They should be 0 and 3. All right. To Trip's point, to Trip's point. Kyler Murray is disgusting without DeAndre Hopkins. He doesn't have a guy who can, he can rely on. So he's got to run around. Shout out to Shady McCoy, too. I thought Shady was a little harsh in his critique of Kyler when he said oh, Kyler he Murray. Yeah, he said he a high school quarterback. But I guess it fits right in line with their coach, who's a high school coach. And they go hand-to-hand. But I like the Panthers in this game. I think the Panthers are better than their record. The Panthers should have never lost to the Browns. That was a disgusting rough in the past. That call was that a bad loss. Right? The Panthers... Trip, I'm sorry. The Panthers shouldn't have lost to the Giants either. They should have won that game as well. I think the Panthers are better than their record. And when you look at the plus minus, which always to me gives away how close you've been in games, the Cardinals are minus 25. No team in the NFC is even close enough to that. The next closest team in terms of plus minus in the NFC is the is the Commanders who are minus 19. What do we think of the Commanders? The Commanders are trash, right? Yeah. The Cardinals yeah. are trash too. I got the Panthers winning this game. It's a minus one. Panthers are going to win easily. Don't even worry about it. The Panthers are going to win. They're going to be 2-2 two and two after this game. We're going to be getting ready to fire Cliff Kingsbury after this week. I'm never picking Cliff Kingsbury. Don't ever ask me to pick Cliff Kingsbury because I'm never picking him. Never, ever, ever, ever happened. It's never so happening. I'm, I'm taking the Panthers to win this game. They'll be 2-2, two and two, and we're going to look at them a little differently. I don't think Baker's going to have a big game, but I think their defense will. Do you think that Sam Darnold would have been better for them? No, because he is trash too. All right, Sam Darnold. We've seen, we've seen enough of Sam Darnold. We've definitely seen enough of Sam Darnold. No. It was between trash and garbage. Who, who, like, do you want trash or do you want garbage? Which one do you want? Do you want? Do you want regular trash or do you want recycling? What? <laughs> like Baker. Baker right now is recycling. Jonathan, hey, Jonathan, hey, 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 you want to start with the upset pick of the game? Uh, upset pick of the week? Yeah, we got we to gotta go with the upset first. My man, yo, my man, Carolina Sports Plus said it's the trash versus the recyclables when you're talking about Sam Darnold. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying, like, yeah. Which it's one? Like, it's like, all right, so, so upset pick of the week. Will when you look at the line, if you look at the board, everybody was, like, this is one of the closest weeks I've seen. Like, everybody's like, uh, minus one and a half, minus two. Like, it was close. 
So I'm going up and down the board, and I, I'm like, hmm. I have four marked, but then I see one that really stands out to me because I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to take a one point game. I step out on a limb, man. And, and when I look at it, with the way the NFL is, my upset pick of the week, man. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Patriots over the Packers, man. Ooh, ooh. ooh. And I will tell you why. It looks trip, trip on like it. Come on, hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Will I know we toasted to a drink before the night started? How many drinks did you have? When you're making this pick, listen, listen. This is this is all, all everything. This is in my pre-show notes, man. This is all done prior. Listen, I've been drinking my most morning, and I'm with you on this one, Will. Stop. Are you you with no. me on this? Not because Stop. I've been drinking most since ten o'clock this morning. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's only why. So so, no. so trip over trip over here. Trip me some water. No, no, I'm, I'm, with you because of that. I'm with you because when I'm just looking at the week schedule, most of these games are pretty close close games. So They're like one like, or two points. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's not like too many situations where I feel like it would be an upset if another team won. I think the Patriots one is probably the, the one that would be the upset the most just because, one, there's no Mac Jones right now. But at the same time, you know, the Packers have been struggling. This season, like they, they, and, I feel bad for them. With no, with no, it's Packers minus six. I just refreshed the double shot for you guys. I'm gonna toast to you guys on that because hey, the, the kettle been I'm, I'm gonna get my thoughts on that one in a second. But all right, y'all, but y'all got said, that up. you told us, you said, you said the game that is that we feel like is gonna be the upset. That's the only game I feel like would be an upset game. If the if the Patriots win because the, everything else is so close, yeah, yeah. like most of it, like and plus. It's right. a six-point game. Brian Hoy has been in that system for a very, very, very long time. That's my. That's my. And the Packers are not playing lights out football. Yeah. So there's a chance. Okay. With the defense, you said you want upset, right? That's that'd be upset. One upset. That's the that's the is that and, and I don't see Bill Belichick coming out one and three. Yeah, don't I don't yeah I don't really see no no other upsets like any games that. Could right. Upset game because other games are too close. Minnesota and New Orleans teams is both doodle. Every but other game, it's no other, it's no other game on the board more than three and a half. It's, it's a tough another game on the board more than three and a half. You know the the only other the only other game would be Jacksonville Philly, but we all just said we think Philly is gonna win. So yeah, I can't. Right. Pick I, Philly. I, yeah, yeah. I, I put I put Philly in the category of don't be surprised if it's a new category yeah. that will the don't be surprised if and it hit. Right. Really so, so my, my upset pick or upset it will be that game and the and the Patriots uh, Packers game that would really we could look at it as those would be the biggest upset. Yeah. So I got I got I got New England over Green Bay as my upset pick of the week, and I got my foot. Oh, I'm gonna go to four one k yet, but my don't be surprised if are we going there yet? What you got? Let me see it. Let me hear. It. Don't be surprised if. The 49ers take it to the Rams on Monday night. At home. At home. Niners are the favorites in that game. No, they're not. Rams is no. one and a half. Nah, when I saw it earlier, I'm going to go to it right now. Niners, one and a half. How? Are you sure? 
I'm looking at it right now on ESPN. Yeah, San Fran minus one and a half. Which leads me to one of my two upset picks of the week. The Rams are going to beat the 49ers on Monday night. Wait as one of my yeah, but I don't know your upset favorite oh. against the Rams. That ain't no well, they playing in San Fran. How are they favored against the Rams? That's what I need to know. Why? Well, Eric, that's not a that's not an upset though if the Rams beat San Fran. We're going based off the line. Oh, you just, hey. how is that? I'm wondering how is that the line. Yeah, but you know, when you when you go to place the money down, when you go place the money down, and if the if the the 49ers are the favorite, if it's not yeah, even but line, a, but a but a but a point favorite, come on, man. If there was like a touchdown favorite, then I'd be like, all right. But these all right, two. So, so all right, so do you consider a, a a favorite more than a field goal? I mean, it's a favorite if it's if it's once the whoever got the highest wins, you know, whoever they say is gonna win is the favorite. It's a favorite. I'd That's be really damn, you're right. I'm just saying it's I not really an upset if the, if the Rams beat the 49ers. Nobody's gonna look at this. And, Yo, the Rams should have never won that game. I don't know how they did that. No, but hold on, but that's not that's not what it means to be the the upset. The upset is when you're the, considered the the betting underdog. Yeah, I mean, right. if, I mean, I guess for that, then I guess yeah, that would be upset if if that's the case. But if Damn, we're talking about the two teams, we're talking about we, you know, these teams are pretty evenly matched. So for me, it just it's just a surprise if either one of them wins. It's not an upset for me because I think they either one of them teams can win this game. That's my only thing. But yeah. If we're just talking about, I right, did a favor, and it's an upset if the Rams win. All right, yeah, that they'll be. They'll be we can only, cause remember, we can only go off of what the line is. Yeah, we may like it. Right, I'm, I'm gonna right. give you an example. I'm gonna give you an example. Trip like. Let me explain. Hold, 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 hold on, Will, for one second. Like week one, right? Week one, Will, myself, and, and Martin Brownlee, who joined the show, we all like Minnesota, and we all thought Minnesota might be better than Green Bay. Yeah, but. That's not how Vegas had it. Vegas had Green Bay as the favorite. So to us, yeah. we were like, yo, we like Minnesota. So to us, yeah, even though we think Minnesota might be better, the line got it as Green Bay. So that's an upset. So, yeah, because yeah. if you the betting money, the betting money is, is normally on the favorite. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that for me, but yeah, the what I was trying to say is I didn't think it was no way that the 49ers would be favored at home against the Rams with Jimmy G. Like, I, I slept on that. I thought... Jimmy does know the offense, the but it's not like this, you know, he's not a regular backup, though, so... I get but it. He's not, he's not a game winner. I you thought Vegas would have the Rams beat 49. I could I throw that out. Because I, I got, got backups. I've been, giving, I've been giving everyone two upset picks every week. That's one of my upsets for this week, because the Rams took two out of three for the Niners last year with Jimmy G at quarterback. I also think what we saw on Monday night is not a fluke. That offense, for whatever reason, can't move the ball with Jimmy G. And I think the Rams continue to work their way back. I don't think the Rams look like the Super Bowl champs yet because they're no. still trying to figure their way back there. But this is one of them situations where they can get, get right against a 49er team that's still trying to figure it out offensively. That's one of them yeah. I like. Um, I guess the, the biggest one this week, Ah oh, man, Will, you're gonna hate me, bro. Lovey Smith, Smith is gonna outcoach Brandon Staley. Lovey Smith is gonna outcoach Brandon Staley. He's a better and, coach than Brandon Staley. Well, is, is. is Herbert playing again? Or they Harbor, he's playing, but they ain't got their left tackle. 
They ain't got Bosa. Yeah, we starting a rookie at left tackle. Yeah. Uh, both of them JT Jackson's not playing. That's going to be and tough. And Keenan Allen might be playing. You might be missing He's four Pro Bowls. Yeah. You talking about Keenan's missing out. four Pro Bowls. Luckily, I like the Texans. the Texans are that bad. You might say we're able to get the W. <laughs> they competitive. But, nah, yeah. Competitive. Yeah. But they coming to play football, though, so. Texans are competitive, bro. Lovey Smith, I think, is doing a really good job with them. You look at you look at every game, even the games they lost. They lost a close game to Denver. They lost a close game to Chicago that they should have won. I don't know why they they try to kick a long field goal. They miss it, and then the Bears end up getting a field goal to win the game. But Lovey's got them in every game, and I don't like Brandon Staley, and I know Will don't like him either. I think yeah, Brandon yeah. Staley was holding the Chargers back. Roster wise, yeah, Chargers have one of the most talented rosters in football. But Brandon Staley. Do you think he should have sat um, Herbert this week? Yes. Oh, that's, yeah, we talked about it last week. I didn't mm -hmm. want him to play at all. I didn't want him to play last week. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we, if we were going to take one on the chance, pause, we should have, we could have done that with uh, Chase Daniels. With uh, Chase Daniels. Yeah. Without without him taking more hits. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'd have been good with us sitting him last week. I think what made, worse, what made it worse was that he left the starters out there and then Slater gets hurt. When they Slater, exactly. And they then Guyton gets hurt. Game. And then Guyton gets hurt on the last drive of the game. The game is already with Keenan already out of there. The game is already decided. You lose your number two receiver and your left tackle and left your quarterback out there with, with bruised ribs. Why? I don't want to make it a charges segment or whatever, but Stanley ain't it. I got you know, I've I've had Byron Leftwich on speed dial for three years. <laughs> and 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 if and if, if, if 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 that don't work out, hey, Especially a hey, Sean Payton. I was you like you, you like quarterbacks, right? You like quarterbacks that can take you to the next level. Hey Sean Payton. I got one. Let me give you guys I, I want to give one. you guys three options. I want to give both you guys three options. You let me know who you like the most. Byron Leftwich, Brian Flores, Sean Payton. Who would you Leftwich. take? Leftwich. And 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 the only reason I say Leftwich is because I'm about giving guys opportunities that have to have earned them. And this, I'm I'm not I'm not a retread guy. Byron's, and, and I'm kind of biased. Byron's from the crib, a DMV dude. Um, he's paid his dues. He played in the league. He's he he's paid his dues as a coach, and he's a, he's the exact type of guy that does not get an opportunity. We're looking at Eric B. Enemy, right? Yeah. Why why can't he get a job? Whatever, whatever. Well. I don't, want, I don't want to see another be enemy situation with Byron. He, he was a quarterback for, in the league. For India to, to retire. What'd you say? He went for um for, for, for this dude to retire. That's why he ain't. In he, Tampa? No, he probably he said, fuck it. They ain't trying to they ain't trying to give me the head coach job. I'm gonna wait here. He said, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait for Andy Reid to retire. Fuck it. I think I think deep down Tripp and I've talked about this. I think there's a is a backdoor agreement between Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy because even this year Eric oh, Bieniemy yeah, 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 yeah. didn't even interview this year. He didn't yeah. even take any interview. So I think thing I is, think thing is I hope that's not. I hope Bieniemy ain't relying on that because Andy Reid has nothing to do with the next hire. So I hope that's not what he's banking on. because if the organization says, think, "Well, I think it's one of those situations." Yeah, I, I think they'll give him a shot. I want. I'm talking about the Chargers. I'm gonna Staley out of there, and I either what? Byron Leftwich first. For coach, we gotta get you. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm gonna Byron Leftwich first. 
And if that don't, if that ain't the choice, then I want Sean Payne. And and I think when Sean Payne wants to get back into coaching, it's been well documented. Mm-hmm. He's gonna look at the landscape and say, "All right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what what young quarterback can I saddle myself to? What young talent? Who better than us? Who better than us? If you're trying to come in and get back into the game, you're absolutely right. I agree. And like, I think it's a perfect marriage. I'm just riding this Brandon Stanley bullshit out. Like, he should have been gone last year. <laughs> he should have been gone last year. Yeah, well, man. Well, I'm, just, I'm just riding it out. I'm just riding it out. Hey. Nah, listen, you, you're right, though, bro. I mean, listen, I would love to see any one of those guys go over there because I think they could all have success with that team. They got a, they have a really good core. You know what I mean? I think On both they, sides they, of the ball. Yeah, they made some great moves this offseason. Uh, obviously, they didn't get the start to the season that I think we all kind of thought they would have. But when you take into account the injuries and, and things, that's you know, it's like, all right. But, yeah, I think maybe it might be time for that coaching change now. But the only thing is, if, they, if, they, if, they, if they're still a playoff team this year, you know, it might be they might not want to get rid of that man. That's what's going to be tough, yeah. Like, right. It's like if we succeed, if we succeed, it might. Because you got to think, it's still early. In the as long as they make the play, like if they lose five straight, then they might be like, all right, now it's time for you to go. But if they're winning, you know what I'm saying, even if they're not perfect, but they're it's looking like they're going to be a solid playoff team, it's going to be hard to be, you know what I'm saying, like they're not going to be on some, all right, let's just get them out of here now. And, and, really- and I'm going to be in the building in two weeks. This is going to be unprecedented for the for the opinionated ones. I'm going to be giving you some live from the live from the tailgate experience, some recordings. Uh, charges at Browns. I'm gonna be in the building. It's going down. We're gonna have the footage for um for the opinion eighty ones for the Sanchez show. It's, it's gonna be going down, man. So all right, let's let's get to the full one K pick of the week before we wrap up. All right. Um for the record, this will be your first full one K pick of this season. I'm three and oh my win last week actually beat Will's upset pick of the week last yeah. week. Will is two and one because he had the charges last week as his four one k. Overall, we win it no matter what. Trip, I'm gonna start with you. What's the game that everyone should cash out their four one k on? Say, look, I'm all in. This is a winner because Trip told me it's a winner. Which which is that game? Damn. All right. Um. Geez. And for the budget, I'm writing hey, my, it down. Hey, my my kids, my kids' tuition is banking on this trip. What what you got? I ain't trying to send them to community college, man. Come on. I gotta go with the, with the gang, then, man. Bet on my man Lamar Jackson. Put some respect Ooh, on. That's a lock. But, that's risky. I'm saying it. You know that's what? Lightweight disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm saying it. Put your money on Lamar this week, and Lamar we trust. Damn. Yeah. Oh, and on top of that, and hold on. I just I just realized that I had to put <laughs> because because of the fact that I posted in my story uh, yesterday shouting out Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson saw my story, I'm definitely going with with the Ravens. That's oh, it. did he shut? Oh, he big your shit up. Yeah, okay. put the stamp on. <laughs> I, matter of fact, I got a screenshot and send it to you. I'm putting it in the group chat. Eric. Hey, you ain't gotta do. It. Hey, Lamar, he saw your joint. It's like I, I gotta play. I gotta play. You know, the trip you, know now. What's up. you know, real recognized real. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's a lock now. It's a lock now. Will, what you got to do for 1K? Hey, I've been on this team since the season started. 
push all the chips in, yo. If you got kids, push all their fruit stack money into the middle of the table. All the fruit snacks? You know how we feel about fruit snacks. Hey, Detroit's going to beat the shit out of Seattle this week. I think I so. like that one. I think so, they too. Because Detroit, they, Detroit has been on the border of undefeated all season. I think so. I agree. And this week, with, with Geno Smith and them coming to town, they're going to shellac yeah. these dudes. I'm looking at it like yeah. a – I'm feeling like a – I feel like it's going to be like a 40-something 40, 40 to 17 type of game. Detroit, yep. I, and and I, Detroit I, I, I literally earlier today because I because I agree so much with what you just said. I literally picked up the Lions defense today in fantasy because I had the I had the Bills. So I wanted to get another one. I seen that. I said I'm taking that. I think I think they are too. Geno Smith, Geno Smith is not a professional quarterback. That's a fact. He looked good in Week One because, like Eric said, that was their Super Bowl playing mm-hmm. against Denver in Week One against Russell and them. Geno Smith, it's Geno Smith. He beat out. Well, who's the quarterback he beat out? Drew, Drew Lock. Drew, Drew Unlock. None of right. You know None of right. Hold he beat. He beat Drew Unlock. It's gonna be. It's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be very, very ugly in uh, Detroit this week. They are gonna take out all the frustration from the first three weeks on the Seattle team. I look. I look for them to demolish the Seahawks. Yeah, I like I like that one, and I think that's going to be one of my same gay parlays for the day, because uh, I think Detroit is going to put up some numbers in that game. I like that one a lot. Um, but hey, but unless you might not have seen this late breaking news, I'm on St. Ra out, and DeAndre Swift is out too, right? Mm, he's been balling. I'm, I'm not so more, much worried about DeAndre Swift because Jamal Williams is more than capable, but but. Amon St. Ra being out is is kind of a factor because he is a straight dog. Yeah. But I still don't think Seattle has enough to uh, go in Detroit and uh, beat this team. But I tell you, I tell you what, watch out for them when um when the young boy get healthy. When Jameson Williams, when he get healthy, watch out for the Lions. Mm-hmm. They have a potent office. Yeah. With, with 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 this with both of them together and DeAndre and, and, and T.J. Yeah. Hawkinson. Yeah. Watch out. I'm telling you, watch out for them. Watch out for them. They're going to have a potent offense. Yeah. Yeah. They might be a sneaky team next year. When they get a full year under the belt together, mm-hmm. they might Remember, be I picked them second in the division this year. You had them second this year. Yeah, you're right. I had them third. You had them second in the division. That's right. The division looking real shaky right now anyway. So, shit. That ain't, that ain't yeah, surprising. Who knows? They looking real well, I mean, shaky. The division, the division might have been better than we thought because, what, we got Packers at 2-1, Bears at 2-1. Vikings at two and one. Yeah, it was better because they're all bad. That's yeah, you know, ain't, ain't nobody worried about the Bears. That's, that's better, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bears. I think the Bears are gonna fall off the table soon. It's just early season. I got the Giants over the Bears this week. Yeah, Eric, and tell your boy Eric, what's up? We coming for him. We want all the smoke in New York. My man, yeah, that's oh, easy. Tell him we want all the smoke. No, we going oh, Justin, Justin Fields got like Justin Fields has like twenty five completions. Listen, the season. Yeah, yeah, on the season. That's a fact. This season, it's week four. He got twenty five hundred. I think only only like five hundred yards on the season. That's a fact. Uh, quick story. Trip knows. Will we gonna have to figure out a road trip and all get together? My man O, who's a diehard Bears fan, we all met up in Jersey for the Giants Bears game. That was la- was that last year or the first year, Cole? That was last year. 
I think it was beginning of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was the game the Bears won, like on the last play of the game, final play of the game. We almost got into a fight in the bar because my man Odin know how to act in that motherfucker. What? <laughs> Yo, I thought we was gonna have to like back our way up off that motherfucking shit. And then what? we end up having to sit around the drinks to a motherfucker. Like, yo, it's, it's, it's all good, man. We, we cool. Don't even, don't even my man over here. It's good. But uh, okay. I'm going to say this. 401k pick of the week. You guys said something earlier that I just thought was, was crazy, bro. You guys picked Brian Hoyer on the road. I just, I don't know if you guys know this. Do you know what Brian Hoyer's, Hoyer's record is in his last 13 starts? What, like six or so? Oh, that's putting it politely. He's one in 12. Damn. Yeah. That's for the upset. I guess that's why it's my upset Green pick of the week. Yeah. Day all day. This is the easiest one on the schedule. What are y'all talking about? And I told y'all this a couple weeks ago when Green Bay beat up on the Bears. I said, Green, this is going to be easy for Green Bay. Everyone's going to be like, yo, oh, now nah, the Bears are in it. No. Green Bay is going to demolish the Patriots. The Patriots can't throw the ball down the field. They can't run the ball. Brian Hoyer, ain't no way Brian Hoyer is better than Mac Jones. And if that offense already been struggling with Mac Jones, how are they going to beat Green Bay in Green Bay? You told us to pick this a upset. What the NFL is. We this what happens. Yeah, I was supposed to pick a favorite. I was supposed yeah, to pick an upset. Pick an upset. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> and I picked the biggest upset on the board. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Back up. What 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 <laughs> yeah. Hold on, Will. Hold on. Last week when Mac went out and you was like, yo, Mac Jones is done, I said, I guess Brian Hoyer to the rescue. You bust out laughing. Now you picked him. Because <laughs> he's had a week to prepare. Oh, he's been working with the first And, 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 is the best weapon in Green Bay. I'm, I'm not giving up on, on Belichick. I don't think he's coming out one and three, okay. man. I just don't see him doing that. I love Belichick. It's just they don't have a weapon. They got Nelson Aguilar. They got Devontae cool. Parker. The Packers ain't got the weapons either. <laughs> All right. I, I think I think I Belichick think might take the A out of the football. If they well, go up three nothing, he's gonna take the A out of the football. Aaron Jones is a beast. I you know they, they the Packers definitely have the edge in the running game. I, I will say that. But neither one of them ain't got no damn receivers. Right. I, I like I'll take what Green Bay got over over New England. More importantly, I'll take Aaron Rodgers over Brian Hoyt. Oh yeah, of course. Absolutely. That goes without saying. But I, listen, I get it. You guys, you guys went for the the biggest upset on the board. Listen, yeah. one of us is gonna be right. Either you guys are gonna be right with the upset pick, or I'm gonna be right with the four one k pick. One of us is gonna be right. I just think that it's a lot to ask of Brian Hoyer to come in, especially when this isn't a Cooper Rush situation with Dallas. When, like you mentioned, Cooper Rush walked into a situation. You got CD Lamb. You got Zeke. You got Tony Pollard. You still got a decent offensive line. What is Brian Hoyer walking into? Who's the best receiver on the team? Yeah, yeah. Brian Hoyer is walking into a familiar situation. Brian Hoyer is in a familiar situation, man. Yeah. Me picking them as the upset is solely based off of Belichick, to be honest with you. Me too. What what I think Belichick can do. I I, I watched, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers struggling last week to make something happen with that offense. Like, I guess when they play, you know what I mean? Like, that's my only thing. Like, I feel so bad for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how the hell. I don't know what goes on in the minds of the gym and the and upper brass in Green Bay, because this is sad that Aaron Rodgers don't have a number one wide receiver. Like it's sad watching him last week against the Bucks, trying to make things happen and nothing is clicking because these guys are horrible. 
it's tough. He's been in Green Bay since when? What what draft? 2007? Oh, damn, it been that long? It was, it was about that. Yeah, it's been about that, yeah. They haven't drafted a receiver in the first round since he was drafted. Yeah, but wow. that's not... No, nah, but that's not that's not completely fair, Will, either, because... Yes, it is. How is it not fair? Who would have received when he took over the job? No. Who would have received when he took over the job? What, there was drafted in the first round? No. After him? No, I'm saying when he took over the job, they had Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, Rudy Nelson, Randall Cobb. Those were the receivers that were already there. Yeah, they, they, they had, focused on the defense. No, they didn't. They Jordy didn't. Nelson's the only one I respect out of everybody you know. For six years, but after that, they could have drafted a good receiver. What? No, no. Donald Donald Driver was a good receiver. But he was coming out. That was going towards the end of his career, though. The, I, I'll stop saying. I'll give you that. About, but after if you if you want to talk about Donald Driver, we might as well talk about Alvin Harper. That's because no, no, he's basically Donald, the same Donald, dude. But Donald Driver was really good. But that I would not, not when Aaron got there. No, 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 yeah, that's what I said. He's coming towards the end of his career. That's why I said maybe for right. the first like five years they didn't need to draft a wide receiver in the first round. But after that, those guys were already old. Donald right, Robert was coming towards the end of his career. Cobb was young, but he never he wasn't no never no number one guy. Jordy Nelson it got older. His whole career. That's what I'm saying. Like the guys got older. They like by the by freaking 2017, like come on now. You ain't telling me. You ain't get a number one receiver yet? You ain't draft no new receivers? Right, but what I'm saying is that I think that narrative gets overblown because they had weapons and they started focusing on the defense. Yeah. They drafted defensive guys to try to balance it out. The Clay Matthews, the Ha-Ha Dixon Clicks. You know, those guys, Clinton Dix, those guys they drafted to kind of make up for the fact that we're so that offensive. You did not just bring up Ha-Ha Clinton Dix. But that's why they drafted him, though. I'm not saying he was a great player. I'm not saying he was a great player. I'm saying they drafted him to balance the fact that they were so heavy offensively that they yeah, needed to work with the team. Like, you don't go mistake. back to 2007. Like, you can't go back to his draft year and say that. But if we're talking about over the, 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 the last, you know, eight, eight seasons, they could have drafted a wide receiver. I mean, obviously, we all know the biggest debacle is the the the, the Jordan uh the, the love pick. Jordan Love, yes. Jordan Love, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was your opportunity there to – when you had the opportunity, especially when you look at now that you extended Aaron Rodgers after that and you didn't get him a wide receiver, that, you know, that's what really makes it look worse. I agree with that. But, what, but I think the narrative gets overblown as if, like, they just continually passed over on weapons. Early on with Rogers' development, they were trying to build up the defense because they had the offensive pieces already. When he got older, yeah, they, they probably could have put a little bit more, but Alan Lazard was a draft pick. Aaron Jones was a draft pick. Yeah. The running back dude was draft picks. The O-line were draft picks. They still drafted the offensive player. They just didn't get the guys they wanted. I can honestly say, I can only think of one time, and it's the Jordan Love draft where yeah. they passed on an opportunity to get a receiver. Because they draft, they traded back to take Jordan Love when they probably could have got Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Justin Jefferson was 22nd in that draft. But that's yeah. the one time but they right. with it. Right. That's the one time, though, that we could point and say, look, they could have added a quality guy right here. Yeah, and then you would have had Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson. I, <laughs> yeah. With, with yeah. And, and, and Jones that running. That would have that would have been whoo, whoo, whoo. 
No. It's gonna it's gonna be crazy when they beating up on um on on the Patriots this week too. It's going And the one receiver they did have. <laughs> speaking of Devontae Adams. All right, I tell you what. <laughs> over, Vegas, over, over over under two hundred fifty yards passing for Aaron Rodgers. Easily over two two fifty. He he throwing for three hundred on the Patriots. I'm on Belichick. Yo, I love Belichick. Shout out to Vernon Brownlee. Vernon, I see you in here. Um, I love Belichick. Belichick is the greatest NFL head coach. There's no debating that. But he can't make yes, up for the amount of talent that this team got. There is debating that. Who's who's that's a better NFL head coach? Oh, no, I, I ain't going to that's, that's just crazy talk. It ain't Belichick. Who's, who's, who, so name me somebody better. Um, I'll go... Um, I'll go to Miami. Like here recently, it's looking like Brady is Brady was the dude that was getting that shit done for Belichick. Nah, we can't do that. Listen, no, listen, listen, listen. Belichick don't have the talent that he that he did. You know, they they they're in the rebuilding right now, so we can't we can't. Hold on, 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 hold on. Do we remember how much, how many passing yards Tom Brady had in the first Super Bowl they won when they beat the Rams? Like a hundred something, right? He 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 didn't even crack one seventy. Yeah, that's what I know. I knew it was a hundred something. It was all defense to beat what at that well, time was the best team. Game. Uh, 14, 14, what was it? 14, 13, 17, 14? Uh somewhere in the range of that. 17, 17 14. 14. Somewhere around there, yeah. It was one on it the was, foot of uh it was one on the foot of Adam Venteri. The greatest kicker the league has ever seen. Most clutch. Sorry. Oh, most clutch. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I'm about to say the greatest oh, kicker do is that. down in Baltimore. Oh, you know I can't let you do that, Eric. Don't do that. The most clutch. The most clutch right. kicker yes, the league right. has ever seen is Adam Vinatieri. All right. All right. Due to this, this is all I'm saying. Due to before Brady and post Brady, now I cannot give it to Belichick. Hold on. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Name me, name me the quarterbacks that he had before Tom Brady. Didn't he have Bledsoe? Yeah. He had Bledsoe for one season. Okay, who did he have before that? I don't know who he had before that. He had, he had in Cleveland. In New York? Name I mean, not in New York. In, um, for, the, for the Browns? Name me the quarterback he had in Cleveland. I don't remember that. Who, who, who was it? Okay. <laughs> Even Bill Parcells had Vinny Tesaverde and couldn't turn him into a winner. But this is my point. Yeah. You 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 backing up my point. So you telling me, oh, he, he had this quarterback then, and he had this up, but he only won with Brady. Brady wasn't this version of Brady is not what he inherited. He inherited a seventh round pick that he had to basically coddle until he was ready to take over the offense. I'm not knocking what Tom Brady has done. That's not what happened. Let's you have a revisionist history. That's early, not what happened. Uh, on, uh, hold, on, uh, hold on, early on. They didn't just take the chains off and say, yo, Tom, go sling it around the yard. It was like, yo, let's run the ball. Let's slow down the game. Let's keep us close because this kid isn't quite ready yet. So who's that? Oh, you knocking Brady well, for this? I'm not, no, I'm not knocking Brady for this. After I'm the development, after the development, it was I'm full steam ahead. Bill Belichick to understand this is what the game plan has to be to work. When everyone, hold on. When, when they beat Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship game and everyone said, yo, you got to go back to Bledsoe now because Bledsoe lit it up against Pittsburgh, right? Bill said, no, we're going to go back to the young kid because I got the game plan for him already. We're going to slow the game down. We're going to run the ball. 
points on defense. That picked in. All them great things you just said about Belichick. That's the even, even more reason why you should be supporting the upset pick. Nah, but not with Brian Hoyer. Not with Brian Hoyer. Remember, Jimmy G damn near took him to the playoffs that year when Brady got hurt. Nah, no, you, it wasn't was Jimmy G. It was, uh, it was Matt, Matt Castle, yeah. Excuse me, Matt Castle. They won 10 games that year. That's Matt Bill, Castle. of course. That's, of course, that's Bill, but not Brian Hoyer. Not Brian Hoyer, who, who's well under 500 uh, as, a, as a starting quarterback. No, yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's, he's he is bad. But I will say this, though, in regards to the yardage from 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 Rogers, he's only he, he last this past week he, he had two fifty five. Other than that, he didn't crack two hundred the first two games. Maybe this is the new Aaron Rodgers, but I think this week he goes yeah, off against the Steelers. That's what it is. Not Aaron Rodgers is great. Aaron he's still going to be great. He just ain't got nobody to throw the football to now. Maybe it's the new Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> maybe, it's new, maybe it's the new Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it's the new one. I just, I just listen. I'm sorry. I love Bill Belichick. I think Bill is the greatest NFL head coach ever. Yeah. But this is a full task. They even, even in their best, even the best version of the Patriots, right? Like realistically, Will, I'll start with you and Trip. You can answer this too. Realistically, best version of Brian Hoyer and the Patriots. How many points do they score this week? This week, everything. Seventeen. At Green Bay, I can. Listen, that's, that's a good range, like 17, 23, 24. And Rodgers only put up four ten this past week against Tampa. So if, if I get seven, it is. They only put up seven against Minnesota, and their defense is horrible. Nah, but that's Minnesota's defense ain't bad. I think that's more of a grudge match. Minnesota, remember you got to. Week one is somebody's Super Bowl. Yeah. Like week one, you had a month. You had a month to prepare for week one, Listen. so you can come up with everything week one. But so, but then so did the Packers. This is a week to week league, right? Put up it's seven. A week league. Who the Green Bay beat last week? Tampa. They beat the. They beat the. Uh, yeah, Bucks. Where? In Tampa. Tampa. Exactly. I think this is a letdown week for them, man. Like they just went on the road and beat Tom, and, and, that, and, and that was a big, you know, game now, for Brady versus Rodgers. Yeah, and now you got Brian Hoyer coming in. I'm telling you, this is a week set up for the. It's just only just for me Sunday afternoon, man. Oh, Sunday evening. It's a full. I see it's a four twenty-five game. Listen, see me this Sunday is evening, man. When, when, this is when it's dinner time. Come see me, man. Let's see what happens. I might listen. I might go live before the last game of the day, but. This is the second week in a row. Will, you and I going head to head. This is the first time Tripp and I going head to head on this. I think the Packers going to blow them out, man. I'm just telling you, they're going to blow them out. Well, what offense? Hey, what kind of – what you talking blow out? Like 28 to 3? Hold like, on. What you talking? How many points do you think the Packers going to put up in this game? I think the Packers' offense is going to put up at least 21. I think their defense is going to score another 7. So you got 28 to what? 28-10. 28-13. Y'all forget who the – hold on, hold on. Let me ask you another question. Y'all know who the Patriots offensive coordinator is? Isn't it um, this dude, um, McDaniels? No, McDaniels. Nah, he's he, he coaching in Vegas now. Who the, 
shoot. He in Vegas without he in Vegas. Who the hell uh, underqualified for another job? It's Matt Patricia. Yeah, trust um, Matt. No, no I'm, not, I'm, I'm trusting Bill Belichick. Build on core offense, though, is what I'm saying to you. It don't matter. Who's Green Bay's offensive coordinator. And Bill, I trust. It's the head coach, Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur calls the plays in Green Bay. But he ain't not the offensive coordinator. Who's the offensive coordinator? He calls the plays. Who's the offensive coordinator? I would have to look it up, but he calls the plays. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> he calls the plays. Patricia, he calls the Patricia plays. don't call the game. I mean, not, um, LaFleur don't call the game. Yes, he does. That's why him and Aaron Rodgers, remember, that's why him and Aaron Rodgers was beefing last year. He calls the plays. That's all right. Well, they, he can call all the plays he wants, but New England's going to win this game this week. He called, week he, called, he called the plays last week, and they only put up 14, uh, 12 points. Excuse me. I mean, it's Tampa Bay. <laughs> defense. It's Tampa Bay's defense. It's a good defense. Okay. Has that Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay and Green Bay have played, what, four times over the last three years? So there's a familiarity there. Yeah. When you know what the other people are calling. Right. So I don't think it's fair to, to base it what, what Tampa did because they played Tampa two times in the regular season two years ago and, and then also the, the NFC Championship game. Then they played in the regular season last year. Then they played this year. So four times in three years, you're going to have an idea of what the team is calling. Yeah, and but they also had a really good wide receiver out there that shattered whatever, you know, anything with, with Devontae Adams, and now they don't have that. As much as I love Bill Belichick, this Patriot defense is not the Tampa Bay defense. And this Patriot, Brian Hoyer is at least one, one, Brian, I'm, I'm calling it right now. Brian Hoyer is throwing at least one pick six in this game. At least one. Pick six? At least one. I cannot wait. Now, and you got me circling this game on my, on my damn calendar, man. I'm going live. Listen, no matter what happens, I'm putting it out there right now. Everybody who's tuning in, yo, shout out to my man, Rob Payne. Y'all see you tuning in. I'm going live Sunday. I, I'm telling you, the 401k pick, I'm about to be 4-0. Packers are winning this game easy. 28-13, that's the final score I'm calling. I easy. love that that's your 401k since that's my upset. Easy. So we're going right. to really be head-to-head head on this. I beat you last week with my 401k, right? Hmm? I beat you last week with my 401k. You told me the what Rams. You, I had the Rams, you had the Cardinals. And I told you, the Rams dominate the Cardinals. I have no Cardinals in no 401k. Bro, I got the no Chargers. I might pick the game, but I didn't pick them as my 401k. Your 401k was the Chargers. You had the Cardinals as oh, your yeah, upset. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. It's easy money. I'm about to be 4-0 with this one. Yo, my man, Carolina. Hold on, hold on. Somebody asked a, a, a specific game. Hold on. I saw it here, too. Oh, was we it can do Bron- real quick. Broncos? Raiders, Broncos, real quick. Y'all want to do that one? Yeah, go Raiders Shout out to Carolina Sports Plus. I see it on there. We're we going to go for that one, too. We're going we gonna to put that one up on the board and see what it's looking like. I got to – actually, like, if you look at my pick sheet, that's one of the games I did not pick. I mean, I picked up the the uh, Las Vegas, the, the wide receiver that balled out last week. So, I'm pulling for the, for, for, for Las Vegas. Mac Hollins? Because it's doing yeah, yeah, 100, 100 I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just going home team in that one. All right, so yeah. let me let me set the table on this. Denver at Vegas, uh, Broncos 2-1, Raiders 0-3. Oh, 
Right now, Vegas is favored by two and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm sticking with that. Will, you said home team? Yeah, I'm going home team now. Just because I still think Denver's trying to figure it out. Russ ain't cooking yet. He's 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 still cooking. In, he's cooking, but it's just in the microwave. You know what I mean? He ain't, he, he ain't getting into the nitty gritty. You know what I mean? He ain't, I agree. He ain't, he ain't making it from scratch yet. That chicken ain't cooked um, all the way through yet. That chicken ain't cooked yeah, all the way through. Yeah, it's, he's, 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 he's cooking in the air fryer right now. You know what I'm saying? He ain't, he, ain't, he ain't making it from scratch right now. And in Vegas, Vegas needs a win at home. Too, so. I'm just taking a home team, man. Yeah. Trip, what you like? Yeah, I mean, listen, like I said, I'm, I mean, I'm pulled for, for Vegas. I haven't seen enough from Denver just yet. And, I mean, I, I think they, they about due for a win. You know, get that first win of the season, get the monkey off their back. Um, you know, if if they can get a, a a performance like they did, or at least somewhat in that area from from Mac to go along with Devontae Adams and what he's been doing, then I, I think they got they they got a good chance of winning this game. So I'll take the the, the Raiders. That's fair, man. I, this is a tough game to pick because I don't think either one of these teams will be playing really well. Nope. They um. Haven't. Yeah, Vegas has had some opportunities to win some games, and they just haven't closed out the show. On the flip side, I think the Broncos is, have looked kind of ugly in both their wins. I'm gonna go Vegas. I'm gonna go Vegas as well, just it's because. A tough pick. Yeah, it's a tough pick, but it's like I said before. I, I think Russell Wilson is done. I think he's overrated at this point, and I think they've kind of skated by with their win against the Texans and their win last week. They they should have lost to the 49ers. They shouldn't have to beat beat them in that game. Yeah. Raiders, on the other hand, have had some opportunities to win, and they just didn't close out the show. I like the Raiders. Plus, the Raiders got to be a little more desperate because they go to on four, their season's done. That division yeah. is too good. It's over. You can't go four in that, in that in that division and think you're gonna have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. So Vegas at home, desperate. Yeah, division game is it. You you got if you lose this game, your season's done before it even gets started. Your season's done before Halloween. It's over. Yeah. And let's not let's point out who their head coach is, and, and ask why is he getting op opportunities over and over again? I don't know. Josh McDaniels, hey, didn't you draft Tim Tebow in the first round? <coughs> you were the coach that drafted Tim Tebow in the first round, right? Yep. Okay. Just make I'm, I'm just making sure. You know what I mean? I'm just keeping score. Wonder why he's still getting let, opportunities. Let, let, let's get Bayless. Guys like Robert Leftwich is still home clipboards. But anyway, let let's get Bayless tell us. Get Bayless. Um, Tim Tebow's the goat. No, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you let Skip tell it. You talking about you talking about Skip Bayless that averaged less than one point on his high school basketball I'm team? Bayless, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. I'm just saying, if you let him tell it, he's the goat. Yeah, Tim Tebow got skipped paid. Anyway, um, we're going we to wrap up on that. Uh, real quick, let's go around. Trip, any final thoughts? Oh, let me, um, since we're talking about football, let me shout out my, my, my young bulls over at uh, Holy Trinity, still undefeated, um, champions last year, undefeated last year. They haven't lost a game in like two years. Um, they just went up to, to, to Rutgers. And uh, and played one of the best teams in Jersey, got them up out of there. 
You know, they got their homecoming this week. So, looking forward. You know, shout out to my guys, man. I'm looking forward to seeing them go back to the chip and take that. Hey, what league they in? It's like New York City League? Like, like. They're, it's, they're a Catholic high school. So, whatever the, the, the Catholic, uh, I never really look into the actual thing. But it's in the Catholic uh, school division, though. But it's something in But Yeah, but they have, um, they have four out of the top 15 ranked players in the state. And two right. of them are in the, three of them are in the top seven. Okay, yeah, yeah, I just want to make sure they got they just do, you know what I'm saying? Represent where they're from or whatever. I was about to say, there's a couple there's a couple young men on that team that are actually nationally ranked and highly ranked within the state. Uh, yeah. Shout out to, to you, Trip, because I, I know you do a lot of the, uh, videography for them. Um, but next week, we're going to need you back on because you're going to have to live on some of these picks, man. I'm with it. I'm with the, I'm, I'm with the smoke. I want all that smoke, man. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, this Lamar Jackson going to get a second MVP this year. Okay, he's we, working we, on we, it. He's working on it for listen, sure. I, 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 call, I called it. That's is going to get the MVP, and you see what he's doing right now. And I'm taking, I'm taking Lamar Jackson again. I'm taking him this year. He's going to get that MVP this year. That ain't a bad bet. That ain't a bad and bet. Will, what's your final thought of the night? Yo, I'm just happy to be back with my brothers. You know what I'm saying? Talking that sports, talking that good sports. Hopefully we get we get a good weekend of games. You know, um, we don't see. Hopefully we don't see any more scary injuries like we saw Thursday night with Tua. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? Well, hopefully teams are more responsible. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Tua. I'm gonna raise this last drink. Fact. Uh, to 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 you, Eric. To you, Trip. Hey, the opinionated ones. You know what I'm saying? Like this Friday night lives. Good to be back with my brothers. Yeah. Talking that shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, go ahead, raise that thing. Yeah, oh, oh, my man, my man, Trip got the whole, he got the whole bottle over there. You know what I'm saying? He over there, he, over there, he bottle service over there. You know what I'm saying? Where the sparklers at, Trip? You took the sparklers out there. To my brothers, I raised a glass to y'all. You know what I'm saying? This, this, this is what it's all about, man. Uh, fellowship and, and, and talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. We'll talk tickets uh, Sunday morning, Eric. Oh, yeah, we definitely going to get some tickets in for Sunday. Um, I'll say this, Carolina Sports Plus, he asked, if you guys are available, like I said, we, we could do a quick uh, live on Sunday before the Sunday night game. We'll talk off air. We ain't got to talk about it right now. We'll talk off air. And that way we can recap everything that happened on the 1 o'clock. Yeah, I'll be out to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Plus, my man Mario Edwards, he asked, shout out to him. He said, Henny, cheers to us, man. Shout out to everybody who tuned in. We appreciate it. You know, again, this is a show for the sports fans as we are, the same as us. You know what I'm saying? You passionate about it. You want to just an outlet to talk about it. We interact with everybody. Ain't, ain't, ain't no stupid comments. Ain't no wrong answers, man, because that's all it is. We opinionate. That's all it is. We just talking about it. And we giving our opinions on it. Shout out to my brothers, Trip Young. Will Gordon, I appreciate you guys taking the time, man. We're going to keep rocking out every Friday night. You already know Friday Night Lives. We're going to see how these picks go, too, man. But the main man, Will Gordon, my brother, Trip Young, I am Eric Sanchez. We out of here, man. Friday Night Live.